It seems like you're mad that you didn't do the exposing video first. I should have done the exposing tweet, Sounds like though. you're mad. You know, you did tell me in an email that you were planning on doing it, and you were like 98% of the way done, and then this guy beat you to it, dude. Yeah, Just, yeah. Je I'm going to show the f***ing receipt. Show man. the receipt. Expose. Jesse, expose. I'm going to Photoshop some real ding-dong shit that you never Hell said that yeah. you did say and tweet it out. Love and, it. And get you canceled. All press is good press, you know? Yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
It's very rare. It's called the DSF, Distress Signal Flare. It's only shot, shot out of the flare gun. Um, and they're super rare. And um, I got one. One of Elian's uh, viewers gave me one. Or he's one of my viewers too. He was like, yo, I have one. So you can put the flare in your secure container, but you can't put the gun, the flare gun in your secure container. So I I was like, I really want to just get the the goons this way. I needed the I needed the goons. And so Wait, even the goons will be friendly? Even the goons will be friendly to you. So I needed night. I only needed night. And so I spent probably two to three million rubles on the flare guns. Because every time you die, you lose the flare gun. And you do a barter from Jaeger. And you have to buy a bunch of stuff. And it the was, handgun? Yeah, the flare handgun. It goes in your oh, pistol yeah, I've got slot. A couple of those. And you lose it if yeah, you yeah. die. And uh I finally got him. We were on customs, we threw a nade, we heard him talk, shoot the flare, and then they all just walk up to you. But what sucks is that I only needed night, and as soon as you start shooting the aggro, they don't have collision with each other. So when they if they're together and they all go, let's move from here to here, they're all inside of each other and they're just walking. And I'm like, I'm not gonna freaking sh if I shoot it at this clump of people and kill bird eye and night kills me, I'm gonna be pissed. So we were just like walking around with them and then night broke off. And so I just like lit them up and then Valiant killed the other two and we got it. And it was like, that was kind of a meme. It was oh, impact nade. Holy fuck. The only thing get all of them? I wanted to do that. The only thing I was worried about is if pulling the pin on the nade would aggro them. You know what I mean? And I didn't want like anything weird to happen. I didn't know if that was how it worked. And by the time, by the nanosecond you pull the thing, you're dead. instantly 180. You're yeah. dead, bro. So I was like, I doubt that. if I needed all three, I would have done that way. But I was like, I only need night, so let me just do it. So we got that. But yeah, we got Kappa. But yeah, man, I feel you. It's like, uh, it's definitely rough out there right now. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, the good rates feel really good. I've been having a lot of fun playing streets. I love that map so much. Like for all yeah. the crap we give BSG, rightfully so, that map is so good. I, and I'm excited for all of the expansions and my original criticism still stands where I wish there was a little bit more verticality and I could go up on some of the roofs and stuff like that. But man, does it still two months into the wipe I still am just like walking down a street and I just like free look around and I'm like, this is so cool. We've gotten so many like military compounds and wooded areas and radar towers and which and every, you know, all the maps it's, it's, and they're so good. But just like so walking down a street, a highway and being in an apartment or something, it just like it feels so cool. It feels so good. It feels so post-apocalyptic or whatever. I love that map so much. So I've been so I've been playing on the streets and when the raids are good, man, they're so good. It's fun. Yeah. But it's just like the math. It's the math we talk about every time where it's like almost all of your firefights end in something that makes you mad at the game and not like inwardly reflecting. You know what I mean? Just like we were and like these days after after like all day playing all day, even if yeah. it's like, OK, that was a fine fight, like nothing really super yeah. bad. It's like I'm thinking about, OK, well. I mean, like, I really wanted to run the AK, but I already ran one and went through all my BP ammo, and then I just bought the MP7 and bought all the mags and then yeah. FMJ, and I just died shooting two of the yeah, mags of FMJ, yeah. so I'm out of FMJ, and then I've already gone through my five eight five six a one so I can't do that. And it's like running through the, yeah, the build another gun yeah. and then build another gun, and then it's just like, ugh. Yeah, I've been finding it really hard to, like, even if I get into a really good engagement, 
get out of the raid. Like it just feels like, you know, you do anything and then the whole map, it's either a swarm of player scavs that like try and gobble you up or like I was on reserve and you never like all the fighting happens down low on reserve. I was trying to help Ben. We were looking for like glue horn doing some quests and we killed a three man and then Ben died. And so I was like, I ditched his stuff and I was looting, 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 looting. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, a three man swarms my position. And I was like, man, they know exactly where I am. And I come around the corner and I shoot this guy in the face three times. And then he one taps me and I'm just like, man, like, I couldn't have even just had take had a W. I was just like looking at the loot. I was trying to do it. And uh, it turns out we think that guy was cheating. Anyways, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's when it's good, it's good, man. But like, yeah, it's been just the pancake audio. The the desync is just like so, 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 so bad. Um, Dude, I, I've been having, honestly, uh, a ton of good shoreline runs. Yeah. Um where I've been like wiping at one point I wiped like a three man and then a two man. And then at, at, at one, the, like the raid after that, I killed one dude. I was, I was literally in West wing and I hear like a couple of footsteps and I'm right at the top on the third floor by the hole. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, I hear footsteps and all of a sudden I hear like a fucking firefight. Really? And it's like, what the fuck just happened? And then I hear a guy go into a room and heal and I instantly jump down, push him, spray him, yep. kill him. I turn the corner and there's five dudes, all dead, level five, six armor, HK, meta HKs, all of them. And it's like, oh, just fucking trying to loot Damn. everything. And it's like, I wish there was loot exfills. And, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. Because I can only, I insurance, and it was during Punisher too. So it's like, I got to drop my SVD, which means I'm going to get it back in insurance after I'm done with, with it. With the quest. But, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, dude, with oh. that, when playing with a duo, or any amount of people shoreline like the resort is just unplayable because not like normally you just it's just you need good comms you're like okay i'm yeah. on this floor i'm on this floor so then you can get it but like th there's a guy in the basement i'm on first floor ben's on second floor there's a guy on the roof we all sound you lose like eye contact yeah and you, exactly it's just like expect a team kill because i don't you know what i mean i don't know what else to do um dude i had the weirdest death today Ever where I'm almost convinced this is the first time where I'm I'm almost convinced that the person was using like a lag switch. Oh, interesting. It was such a unique situation. I was in uh dorms 214, the one with the safe at the end of the second floor. Okay. Top of the metal stairs. Yeah. And I hear a guy coming up the stairs. And I peek out and I have like a decked out AK with BP. Okay. And I hit him. Hit. So all chest and yeah. stomach. Hit, 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 hit. Nine shots. He goes, buh, 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 buh. And then I'm like, <laughs> I think my gun got caught on the door jam. So it kind of went like this. Took yeah. a step back, went forward, came out the door, and went bang, bang, and then SVD one tap, and I was dead. So he had a giant backpack, no armor. No helmet, standard account, TV in his name, wasn't a streamer, zero hits registered. Dang. It's like it could have been desync, but the fact that he was standing there and his legs were, he was like yeah, walking in yeah. place makes me think he saw me and went flick, yeah. disconnected himself from the server, popped a bunch of rounds in, connected back to the server, kaboom. Like, dang. I, I don't know if that's a thing or whatever, but it felt 
so much different than your standard yeah. run-of-the-mill desync right, yeah, that I've yeah. seen and felt a million times before. Um, Dang. Just the fact that he had zero armor. Oh, it was SVD with no attachments. Giant yeah. bag, no yeah. body armor, no helmet. TV in his name, it's standard like you account. can't say for sure, but all the math adds up. Like he's got every indication, <laughs> okay, right? Yeah, everyone possible. Where each of them on their own isn't enough, but when every single thing, yeah, that's weird, bro. I had, I, I had know. like, and then he instantly declined my friend request after the raid too. I had, come on, the the most blatant cheater in a long time kill me. Like I, like my experience with cheaters is most of the like, like like. Uh, if I die to 100 cheaters, 99 of them are the ones where they just have like ESP or radar. And I like, you know what I mean? And I would never know. It's like I run around the corner, he killed me, and I, I would never know. Like, I'm sure I die to yeah. cheaters all the time. But I don't really have like stream snipers. I don't have a lot of people that like target me. So I don't have a lot. But like, we were on woods and Seal died. And we just thought, dude had a thermal. I went to hit a flank. He was shooting at me, missing shots, hit some. I was like, oh, this guy's got a thermal. And, uh, so then I countered my own flank. I repositioned because like maybe he he saw me flanking. He's going to go this way and I go this way. And he just beelines it straight to me on woods. And then he starts voiping some absolute shenanigans. And there's a huge rock in between me and him. And he's voiping, he's voiping, he's voiping. And sure enough, mother flipping Super Mario jump, 360 spinning in the air. First shot, headshot. And I was like, damn, brother. I was like, all right. So we reported him, whatever. And then today, this morning, somebody tagged me on Twitter. They tagged Vibin. And then put a link, and then they subtweeted themselves and tagged me, and then put a link, and I clicked the link, and it was a TikTok, and it was like the little AI voice where text to speech. It was like ran into Jesse Kazam on Woods, and it was my perspective of that fight. Like the first forty seconds of the clip was my, my perspective from my stream, and then the last ten seconds of the clip was his perspective, and it was literally just showing off his cheats. He saw my name, my KD, my everything, everything, and he just goes moon boots, boosh. And I was what like, piece of shit. I was like, what an idiot! Like, this is so yeah. I had I had the opposite, which was it was like the first raid of the day actually, um, and I had like a fucking two hundred IQ play where I ran into East Wing, you know, you're out in the open making the sprint to the front door, yeah, and I heard somebody coming around the corner. I think it was coming down the the close left stairs, and you know how there's a desk, yeah, right in the entrance. I hear him coming and he like pre-fires and stuff. And I'm like, oh God. So I hop up on the desk and hold that angle thinking like he's, you know, if he's a Chad, he's going to have good crosshair placement. He's going to hit me in my shins. Yep. 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 And that's what he does. He sweeps out. And I think I had the SVD just point fire. Boom. Just dropped him. And, um, and then all of a sudden I hear footsteps coming my way. And, uh, Super aggressive, super confident dude. Pre-fires, Ketter. Just like sidestep. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Like the Ketter, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I like pre-fire a couple times. He kind of lights me up a little bit. I may or may not have hit him. I'm not sure. And then as he like pushes back towards the stairs, I turn around to go out, kind of wrap around the left side just to like propital. Yep. And as I do that, he instantly pushes out and just head taps him with the Ketter. And I'm like... Just the way he was moving, how confident he was, the fact that it was a Ketter right to the face yep. instantly. It was just like, it just felt super sus. And yep. I was like, I, I said something stupid like, yeah, this guy fucking had to toggle on because, you know, yeah. I killed his, his his boyfriend, you know, or whatever it was. <laughs> then I see in the name, it's something or other TV. 
and I'm like, here we go. It's going to be check. A, it's going to be a 50 streamer, uh, you know, 50 follower streamer that's never streamed before. Yep. Um, and now the interesting thing was I searched the name in the game, and the first result was somebody with a different name. Live. I think Twitch like caches if you change your Twitch name. Oh, interesting. Um, because yeah, so in case you change your name, someone searches for it. It it showed yeah, me a different yeah, a different gotcha. thing. His name was like yeah, like Ketter Chad or something. I forget what it was <laughs> or whatever. Um, and I pulled up the thing, and then I went to go clip instantly because it was like within the minute. Yeah, I went to go hit clip, and it's like clips are disabled. So I'm instantly like, why you disable clips, bro? Like. Yeah. What the fuck? You know, I wanted to see his perspective. his perspective. And he and, and the guy was like, Oh yeah, sorry, dude. Just have a lot of people come in and you know, like accuse me of all kinds of shit. And and his voice was like the nicest. <laughs> like I instantly was like, Oh God, I know how this is gonna go. <laughs> and he's like, Let me pull it up, dude. And he like runs into the closet while he's like bleeding and he's like pulling up the clip. And then I'm like, Oh no, I can find it on the VOD, dude. Like, don't worry, you know, whatever. I'm like, I'm just a little butt hurt, you know, after yeah. dying because it's like I killed a gear dude. I'm like sick. I'm, I, you know, need to get some more gear. And the clip was like, he's just a fucking big dick Chad. Yeah, yeah. Where he was just super confident, point fired the fuck out of me. Nothing was sus. And the biggest thing was, was that he like pre-fired the angle. Yeah. Which is like a common angle which is fine. He didn't hit me, but it was like when someone instantly yeah, starts yeah. spraying and it's like, I've made no noise. I'm like yeah. already, you know, but the thing was when he rounded the corner, when I had turned around to go away, it, I timed it such that like he shouldn't have seen me. Yeah. But yet given, you know, some of the net code plus the movement speed yeah. and all yeah. that other stuff, he could literally just see my legs right but going behind the wall which means he already knows that i went left and not right yeah he yep, already yep. knows that's the enough timing of info to push if you wanted yep. to yeah to know where i'm gonna be right either yeah either i stopped or whatever and he just pushed out and point fired and shot me in the face and i was like yep i'm like dog i i was salty i was sus you know clearly you know whatever you shit on me gg i shouted him out on stream so that people because he had like 70 yeah, he, like, he might have had like 17 followers. I forget what it yeah. was, but he was super nice. And I just had to be like, see, I'm the guy who's always saying like, yeah, be humbled because you could be wrong. Yeah. And even me, even with that in my head, I'm still like, nah, fuck that. That was sus. And then I watch it. I'm like, nope, I'm an idiot. I was wrong. Yeah. You know, and I let like my emotions fucking yep. get the better of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, but I'm only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have like seventeen or eighteen quests left for Kappa. Oh, nice. Which a lot of them are not. Like I can probably bust out like twelve, thirteen, fourteen of those in a couple of streams. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the ones that are going to be the hardest are going to be uh, definitely going to be like that. Like I don't know how I've never even seen the goons before. I've really? never seen a clip of them. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> don't know what they're like. I literally have never encountered them and never seen a video. That's crazy. All I know is that people are like, the goons are on customs now. Yeah. So I don't even know. They like move maps. Yeah. I thought they were like reserve bosses. I no. mean, um, Lighthouse. lighthouse. So Lighthouse is their like home. Lighthouse is the only map that they can spawn in two different locations. They can spawn either in the lower chalet, the blue roofed one, 
uh, or they can spawn in the water treatment plant. I've never successfully fought them in the water treatment plant. I hate fighting them on Lighthouse, period, but I've never successfully fought them in the water treatment plant. Um, but they can also spawn at that lower chalet where I fought them a bunch. Um, they also have, I believe, a slightly higher percent chance to spawn on Lighthouse, but they do rotate maps. So basically, they'll be on customs and nobody knows. And it's global? Yeah, nobody knows if it's a pre-determined amount of time or if it's a scaled amount of time, but they'll be on one map and then they'll be on there for a few hours and then they'll be on another map and then they'll be on another map and they just bounce around. Customs, Woods, and Shoreline, each of those maps only has the one spawn location for them. Um, and um, uh, yeah, and so Goon Tracker, Goon-Tracker, I think, .com is just like a community-sourced website where like, for every five, dude, it's all I've used. It's what I used we last week. We have to have a fucking community yeah. crowdsource yeah. tool to find. It's what NPCs I use. Sees in a video. It's what game. I use last week. Well, only if you're looking for like if you, if like if you're doing what I'm doing, where I'm like I'm getting this quest done for Kappa, then you kind of have to know where they are. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, but like imagine like just from a game design perspective. Oh though, like yeah. Imagine no one did that, and you have a quest to kill them. Yeah. How would what you, do you? What do you do? Exactly. It's not like there's like a compass. That'll exactly. Be like, exactly. Point you to them. Yeah. Exactly. It, that would be interesting. Where like if it told you where, because like you know how like there's quests that'll tell you to do it on this map, kill fifteen, you know, and then woods. It says, and I'm pretty sure it's like if it says kill Rashala, well, no, it doesn't because you can kill Gluhar and Killa on streets, and they count for the quest. I don't know. It would just be interesting if it told you where they were. But anyways, yeah, it's they rotate. Goon Tracker is as reliable of a source as you can get, but still sometimes unreliable. When they like, a lot of times you'll see like reports, and it'll be like shoreline, 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 and you're okay, they're on shoreline. But then it'll be like shoreline, customs, woods, shoreline, customs, lighthouse, customs, and that's like when they're switching. And and I don't know why it always gets weird like that, but then it'll settle into like customs, 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 and you're like, okay, they're on customs. So it's like if you catch it at a switch, like uh, some people have theorized that they bounce around and then settle on a map. Some people have theorized that there's overlap. If they're moving from Lighthouse to Customs for like 30 minutes, they can spawn on both and then they move to Customs. Nobody knows. They're the quantum bosses, yes, dude. Yes, Schrodinger's the wave boss. Function, the, wa the wave function collapses. Yeah. And, uh, yeah so it's like, and we'll, then that, I want to talk about that after, actually. And then when there's a big streamer fighting them, people flood with... Um, False reports, just to troll. <laughs> like if Landmark like checked it, everybody would report them everywhere just to troll, whatever. But um, it's it works well enough. And fighting them is a pain. You're just gonna die. It's just how that works, dude. I, there's there's a, a a ton of Tarkov stuff. Uh, yeah, there to is. Get into we'll we'll probably get lost in the sauce. So real quick, I want to talk about on the topic of uh, quantum and indeterminacy. Um, I just got done. It took me maybe four streams playing like three or four hours each playing Outer Wilds. Oh, yeah. And it, and it went from being a game that I saw like a third of the trailer. I literally clicked off the trailer because I wasn't interested. Yeah. And a bunch of people were like, you should play Outer Wilds, blah, blah, blah. And like, it was just kind of like, man, I get a million recommendations. Play Factorio, play yeah. Satisfactory, play all these other games. And it was just another one of those that... A bunch of people recommended and it went from that to being maybe top three games of all time for me Damn. within three or four days i like i showed you before the stream yeah. my face i mean i 
no camera. I had to mute my microphone. The fucking credits are rolling, and I, I was emotional. Like the music, the fucking story. Seriously, in the feels, um, it's just such a beautiful fucking game. That's sick. And then not only that, but the mechanics. It has all of the things that like I love in like science and things that like I've always kind of wanted in video games. Like I, I wish there was a game with a black hole in it. I wish there was a game with quantum mechanics as a mechanic. Like quantum mechanics are like a first party, like a first class yeah. mechanic in the game. And the way I figured it out was the most amazing. <laughs> Dude, it's like, I don't even know. This is a game where I had to put chat in sub only mode when I played it. It's a game where spoiling it, you don't want to spoil it. Mm. Do not watch a let's play of this game. Interesting. Do not, do not uh watch a tutorial. If you're interested, um, I would recommend like not even not even fucking watching a stream. Just getting in there. Just fucking go play it. If you like space, that's it's so cool. different than you'd expect. And, and and I'm actually mad because so many people had said, like, are you going to play? Are you going to play? I'm like, nah, yeah, I don't know. I, I saw it on the Steam page and whatever. And they're like, yeah. oh, okay. That's a game where people needed to ring me by the throat yeah, and you say, must... fucking play it. Yeah. I'm mad that nobody that nobody forced me to play it. You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, dude. It's just so good. I would I would so recommend it. If you like space, that's sick. If you like emotional kind of mystery exploration games, just fucking play it. All right. The Veritas seal of approval on Outer Wilds. It's it's a single player game, right? It's like a story driven, narrative driven single player game, right? Yeah. Yep. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's dope. just I, I I've always wanted a game either to make one or for someone to make one. You ever seen Super Mario Galaxy? Mm -hmm. And or did you ever watch like Dragon Ball Z back in the day? A little bit. There was that one little fucking planet where it was like you could run around the planet in like 10 oh, seconds. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Super Mario Galaxy is kind of like that where yep. I just love that the whole solar system is like baby sized. Yeah. But like all of the physics is like real physics yeah and yeah everything is moving always the That's number dope. of times where like you know i'd plant my ship down on a thing turn around go to do a thing look over and my ship was like falling off of a cliff into the black hole and you're like fuck and then like you go to like try to get it and you get sucked into the black hole and dude it's just amazing that's sick oh it's amazing and it's the only game ever whenever i play like skyrim a million times and you I will pass every. I'll skip through every single text dialogue. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I will every lore book. You know the the lusty Argonian. Yeah, yeah. You know whatever. I will not read it. This one was like I was searching to read every little bit I could. That's cool. About a about characters you never meet. That's cool. An, old, an ancient alien civilization. <laughs> it's just That's fucking dope. beautiful. All I can say is play it. Play it's, Outer Wilds. Yeah, it's uh. It's got every single aspect of, that I want. There are a couple of like nitpicky game designy things where yeah, I'm like I wish that like oh, I, I forget some of the some of the details that were just kind of like frustrating. Yeah. Um. But overall, the design 
is amazing in so many aspects and the fact that like so many core elements of the game i was able to figure out by accident and you can do it mm. you can figure it out in like any order that's like cool. whatsoever yeah um yeah just fucking just play it that's dope Speaking of space games, I think they announced the date for Starfield, which is the Bethesda space game. I think it's like oh, actually yeah. being launched later this year. A lot of people are really hesitant, which kind of makes sense because a lot of the more recent Bethesda stuff has been kind of meh. Um, yeah. And then also, little... speaking of space games, huge Star Citizen patch happening tonight, I think, actually. Oh. Big W. Interesting, interesting. So, oh, yeah, we never talked about KSP either, too. Fuck. I oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. I heard mixed reviews on that. Cause well, it's cause like a it's it beta or is it just? I don't even know. It's early access. Early access. It, it feels almost like alpha. Yeah. Like if you think about like KSP one, was like a hundred percent complete with mods. Yeah. KSP two is eight percent of what KSP one had, with worse performance but way better graphics. Yeah. And all this crazy potential, but a shit ton of bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, basically what I point, heard. Yeah, I got to the point where I'm like, I actually need to take a break from this game because I would spend four hours like putting a ship together, putting it around orbit in the moon, all excited to like do this, like to replicate the Apollo mission. And you hit the button to undock and the thing just explodes and then you load the quick save and like your ship isn't there and there's like no orbital lines. And then you load the quick save again and the game crashes and you're just like, fuck, yeah, you know, like, yeah, so I'm just waiting that. They, they've already done i don't know if they've done or they've announced a patch with a bunch of technical fixes and i i, I genuinely it's hard to say with all the bullshit that we go through yeah. with like tarkov and all this stuff it's hard to say and get taken seriously but i like i'm genuinely optimistic that things will yeah iron out um i have no reason to think that they're not gonna like get their shit sorted yeah and it is like super early but man yeah it was it, it's a little tough pill to swallow for sure because uh, people were waiting, waiting on like it five for years. so long yeah yeah and it's 60 dollars mm. or maybe maybe 50 bucks i forget one of the either 50 or 60 but Still. it's like yeah so yikes all that being said it has been pretty eventful more shenanigans <laughs> happening in tarkov um i saw you put you put this and i actually was gonna put it but uh you did like the uh, the follow-up kind of to the GOAT video and that situation, it continued to blow up. XQC reacted to it. Moist Critical reacted to it. Asmongold Gold reacted yeah. to it. Uh, and then the Linus Tech Tips on the WAN show, Linus and Luke, because uh, they, they were the ones that initially talked about it. Then he released his video. But then they devoted about 30, 45 minutes of the WAN show this week talking about the video again and the fallout of the did video. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Dude, I don't know about you, but I fucking, I was cringing the whole time. I I mean, I felt like Luke's take on it was really reasonable. And then Linus just obviously doesn't, isn't in the world and doesn't really know. So he was asking a lot of questions. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Luke's take on everything was pretty, pretty based. Especially because he, he acknowledged the fact, he acknowledged the fact that so many of the streamers had watched the video with no pretext of what it was going to be. And then we're kind of like reacted to it live. And then the community kind of ate them alive. And, and he kind of acknowledged that like weird dynamic and, and the frustration there. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like 
because I watched it before the stream and then I watched it again on stream because mm -hmm. I was talking about it. And people were like, what are you talking about? And that entire conversation was a giant clusterfuck, in my opinion, because what it my takeaway of what they were saying and it's kind of hard because it's like i know what they were saying and kind of what they were yeah. getting at but also know how people are going to take it yeah. it's kind of similar to my criticism of goat's video where it's like i don't disagree with what he's saying but i think a lot of people's takeaway is going to be like yeah. not necessarily the right takeaway but if I had to summarize like what I think a lot of folks take away or at least what part of what Linus was saying yeah. um, was the reason why there was so much criticism and or like negativity over Goat's video was like two or three reasons. One, people who were critical were afraid that the game was going to die and that they'd lose their careers like they're because yeah. they're only Tarkov creators, which I think is kind of conspiracy theory, unfair bullshit mm -hmm. Two, um, was that. This is where things started to get a lot of uh, really conflated because they were talking about the community criticism. Yeah. Then they then they switched over to content creator criticism and then the blowback they got. And then instantly in the middle of that conversation started talking about Sherpas and emissaries yeah. and how they get stuff from BSG, BSG yeah. and because they're afraid of the free stuff going away, they need to either deny or shove under the rug this stuff. Yeah. So it was basically like conflating a million different things. But number two is effectively um, that people are afraid that if they're, agree with goat and they're not critical that they're going to get their goodies taken away yeah which like none of the creators <laughs> yeah specifically who were like i don't know how like how well first of all there's the whole sherpa creator thing that went away weeks ago before yeah. goats video like mid-february so that's kind of irrelevant the fact is is that like how many people how vocal or prominent are non-content creator Sherpas. Yeah. As if, like, that was ever irrelevant. No one was tweeting about the non-content creator Sherpas being against yeah. the video. Basically, what it, what it seemed like they were, they were saying streamers get stuff from BSG, whether it's items yeah. or some sort of whatever, and they don't want that to go away. So that's why they were against the video, which is a in my opinion, another unfair miscategorization. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a third one that I forget. Oh, and then the last one I thought was just kind of fucking patronizing. It was, and this is what they ended with, and I think maybe you were being too gracious with them. They basically said the creators were upset. They watched the video live, and they yeah. were upset at what they were seeing. Like, like, this cheating problem is this big cheating problem. I'm upset, and I don't know how else to handle it except to be negative towards GOAT. I need to take out my anger. I mean, if you read it, if you watch it and yeah. listen to what they said, it's basically what they said, is that they didn't have time to process it, and they had to let out that negativity somewhere, and it basically went towards the video. 
I just was like, what the fuck? It makes us all look like shill. It, all the things I was criticized yeah. for, you were criticized for yeah. unfairly. Yeah. It's it's as if there was no valid criticisms of the video. You either had to be it, totally selfish. Yeah. You wanted free shit or you were emotional and couldn't figure out how to deal with it. Like, yeah, really? I, I think like. Yeah, everything just came down to the fact that they're not in the community. I mean, like I saw you tweet, by the way, that you were like, uh, like you something about the Sherpa packs. And you're like, was that even a thing? Like you didn't know, like you have 10,000 hours in this game. You've been a Sherpa at one point. You I was never like, a Sherpa. Oh, no, you weren't. Were you an emissary for like a super brief amount of time or for something? For like two weeks. Yeah. You, and you, I left because they wanted to give uh, Sherpas items. Yeah, yeah. And I said no. So you have 10,000 hours in the game. You're aware of Sherpas. You're aware of emissaries. You have a podcast of the game. And you didn't even know that dynamic on like who was given what, when, or whatever. So I just took that as two friends talking about it when they just don't know. And they were like, like if you can be confused on it, it's not surprising to me that somebody that doesn't know anything about Tarkov was confused about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So he said he was he he was asking. He was like, so like, I, it's to my understanding that people get stuff from Battlestate games for free. So would that be a reason why they wanted to uh, push this under the rug because they don't want to lose their free stuff? He was asking those questions. I completely agree. But like, it didn't come across to me as accusatory that that is what was happening. Linus was asking questions, and a lot of the questions Luke was just like, I don't know. I really just play the game. I'm not in the community. He's obviously like friends with Goat and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, it was just literally like all of that stuff was just like them completely misunderstanding, which is which is understandable because it's confusing for people that play the game all the time. It's confusing for people that play the game full time. So, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see it as accusatory or or patronizing. I just think that they are not as in the community as I am or as you are, and so I understood that there was confusion and that they kind of were linked to that fire because they were the first ones to kind of break the video or whatever when they were talking about it. I went back and watched the Wancho from before as well, before the video launched. And, I don't think uh, I watched that full um, And so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, it was it was interesting that they that they talked about it. Yeah, I mean, it there's definitely none of that was a thing where it was like, I mean, you can make it like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's there's there's no way to know how many people reacted what way. But yeah, I don't think that people were reacting negative to the video because they were afraid that the game was going to die and that they were going to lose their jobs. Definitely nobody was reacting poorly to the video because, or at least nobody that I know, because they have ins with Battlestate games that they were afraid to burn the bridges if they were critical. The reality is, is if you watch any, once again, if like all the people that were vocal about hating the video were people that scream from the mountaintops every single day of their stream, this game sucks, the cheating problem is so bad. So none of those people were worried about burning bridges. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like most of the criticisms, there were, there were like two or three um, that most of which I, most of them I don't, necessarily agree with um but like i can understand like one of the more prominent ones was axel like axel's my fucking homie i yeah. love axel like he's the man um ton of respect for him i just happen to disagree with his take on this which is fine yeah. um i i didn't personally even, even though people wanted to tell me that this is what i said and this is what i thought yeah 
it's, it's not true. Um, I don't, I never thought that, um, or accused goat of promoting cheats. Yeah. Uh, or, um, never called into question, like his motives. Uh, yeah. Especially after, after talking with him, For that sure. definitely, that definitely changed my, I, before then I would have never said, I know what someone's motives are. Yeah. Um, because I hate that and I think it's unfair, which is kind of why I didn't like what they were saying because it, um, Linus and, um, yeah. And was it Luke? Is that his name? Yeah. Um, just cause I hate when people try to speculate about what's in people's hearts and minds, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not what they say. It's, I think I know why they're doing it. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it seemed to me that, that, uh, most of the negative feedback was either that they were afraid that it was promoting cheats, that it was somehow like, yeah. You know, try trying to um, be you know like edgy content for yeah. the sake of it. You know, uh, one of the other criticisms that I think was in some ways fair, but like I said, after talking with Goat, I think he redeemed himself. Um, was like if you look at the half a dozen videos he did beforehand, yeah, they were all kind of drama based. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, calling people out, calling people names, you know, that kind of stuff. Where so I can see a lot of people just being like, "Fuck this guy," yeah, 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 and being instantly skeptical. You know, of yeah. this guy wants to make a video making bold claims about the game and the community. Well, I don't trust anything this guy says. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. for better or worse, fair or unfair, I think that's where a lot of people were coming from. Yeah. Um, for me, it was okay. Let's sit and watch this video. And then someone says two plus two equals five. It's like pause the video. I gotta point out two plus two equals four. Don't want to nitpick, but two plus two equals four. Yeah. Hit play, and then later three plus three equals seven. Pause the video. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know what yeah. he's gonna say next. Don't know what the conclusion is. Yeah. The conclusion might be one plus one equals two, and I agree. But I can't not point out. Yeah. The little details that I yeah. think you know are are potentially problematic or misleading. Um. But then people wanted to project all these things. For sure. Even the comments for our last podcast, there were two or three people who were adamant, completely so sure Veritas was working on this video. He was working on it. Oh, he got beat to it. And you're just butthurt that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just butthurt, right? That was my defense mechanism because I'm mad. He, Dude, if I was doing it, I would fucking release it and I think it would have been better. Yeah, yeah. You would have just working done it. it. You would have been more motivated I, to do it if you were working yeah, on it. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And then the email that I showed on stream from the dude who contacted me and was like, I want yeah. to do this experiment. They were like, that's all made up. Even though I showed the email, I must have Photoshopped yeah. it, I guess. That's all made up. That's a cover because he wanted to do it. And he's just upset that he's not going to be the yeah. science guy anymore. It's like, give me a fucking break. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. All the drama around that was just sensationalizing relatively rational takes. Here's the thing. You can feel something and be right in feeling it and it not necessarily be true. I absolutely at one point while reflecting on the video was like, man, this is basically an advertisement for cheats. At no point did I think that goat set out to advertise cheats. 
But at one point, initially after I was processing it, and I brought it up to him, I literally asked him when he was here, I was like, man, do you feel like it kind of made cheating look too fun? And he was like, you know, I didn't include these clips. Maybe I shouldn't have included yeah. this clips, whatever. And a lot of people felt that way. That doesn't mean that is what he was doing. That doesn't mean it is what he was attempting to do. Like we talked about when he was on here. I'm sure some people went out and cheated as a result of that. So you can feel that but not necessarily project that onto him as his intention. And you can also be wrong where at one point I was like, man, I feel like this is just going to promote more cheaters, not knowing the future because, because, and the reason why is because like you said, many times on the podcast and many times to his face, there have been people that have done this before that have been people that have been duped into advertising cheats with the cheater interviews. I interviewed a cheater and they don't really know they're getting played. They pull up the fucking website it, and everything. They yeah. don't really know they're getting played. So, so initially there was a part of me that was like, man, I don't think and I remember I even I could pull up text. I was texting my buddy. I, was like, I don't think it was his intention, but I'm I'm, a, I'm worried that this is that. So a lot of stuff like that. It was like a rational opinion that got sensationalized where somebody may say on stream, a streamer, X streamer might say, I, I, I'm worried that this is just going to advertise cheats. And then X viewer might be like, you're so stupid. How could you think that this guy is advertising cheats? And then the streamer then gets defensive and maybe tweets out, imagine liking this video from a guy who's actually trying to advertise cheats. And what we and it's just sensationalizing. And we what we ended up with was everything was so far away from the original criticism. And then these tribes formed and it was pro-goat or uh or you know, you were either for goat or you were against goat. And if you're on the other team, I hate you and I want you to die. And it just like got crazy. And it was like, and that was why it was so good to have Goat on the podcast, because he basically responded to and acknowledged every actual criticism of the video, which was we talked to him about do you feel like it made cheating too fun? We talked to him about uh, like the data because that was another thing. It was like, man, I wish the data, I wish, I wish that I wish it was presented better. I wish maybe it was he had done some different testing. Once again, that was another thing that was valid criticism that Goad even acknowledged was valid criticism, but ended up getting sensationalized into he didn't do the science right. So video bad, goat bad, I hate him. It got sensationalized away from the original valid criticism was like, mm, interesting video. I wish he would have presented the information a little differently. So that was what all that was. And it was so frustrating and so annoying. And at some point, the very first thing I told him was that I was glad I had time to reflect because, because that's how human beings operate, right? We shouldn't, we can't be so, like you said, with your example about the cheater, we can't be so afraid to go back and admit we're wrong or go back on, on what we thought. I texted my buddy and I literally told him, I don't think anything good is going to come from this video. Thank God I didn't tweet that because I was wrong, right? Like, like, like I did. Yeah, yeah, like, like I, like. But then again, that's also why I said I'm skeptical. Yeah, exactly. I'm very careful about how I work for things. Sure. I won't say nothing good will come from it because all I know I'm setting myself up for a gotcha. Exactly. And 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 we and I said and I thought that because videos had, like this had been done in the past, but then it, it whatever happened, critical mass of people frustrated, Nikita being in the right, like it's whatever. And that's the thing is, so it's just like it's just whatever. Like the the sensationalizing of every opinion into this into assuming motivations and into hating other people it prevents us from being able to be wrong i'm i'm so thankful that i was wrong about that and i'm very also thankful i didn't tweet about it you know what i mean because by the time i streamed next i was able to have like a much more refined opinion and just be like yeah like we'll, we'll entering to see and whatever and so like I think it was, I think that's why I'm super glad we had Goat on because like there were like three or four, like you said, major, not major. There were three or four main criticisms of the video. 
all of the drama came after ended up having nothing to do with those actual criticisms and and had to do with just the the hot takeness of it all. Um, and Goat was able to basically acknowledge everything. He was like, I kind of rushed the video out. I wish I had done it differently. I could have done this, whatever. And it's like, cool. And it seems like good things are happening from it. And it started some good stuff. So, yeah. So I don't know. It just like, it was just, I hate it. I hate it all. It's the, I said it last week too. It just, it feels like the meta is just speed running opinion and then just cement shoes. Boy, you can't move. You can't move. You can't move. And it's so, it's stupid. You know what I mean? Because we, because all we do as humans is make predictions based on what's happened in the past. And we're just making our best guess along the way, right? When the video came out, nobody knew what was going to happen in the future as a result of the video. Nobody knew how big it was going to be. And our opinions can only be informed not by what hasn't happened yet, but by what's happened before. So as a guy yeah. with 10,000 hours or 6,000 hours in the game who's seen 77, I interviewed a cheater or I cheated or this, that, and the other, and nothing major happening from it, it wasn't spite towards GOAT to say, I'm skeptical anything good is going to happen. That wasn't yeah. hate towards GOAT. That wasn't that wasn't challenging his motivation. That was just, it's all we can do in a moment. You want my opinion? This is it. Based on what's happened in the past, based on what I see, boom. If I'm wrong, cool. Like, you know what I mean? So like, that's what gets me is it's just like, there was, there was kernels of valid criticism in everything, but they just got conflated to this apps, this negativity, this motivation, assuming stuff. And what, and the struggle is that some content creators got baited into it and you could see them do it. They did dig their heels in and then they did start calling goat names. And that was so disappointing because like your original take X streamer, I could, I can understand where you were there. And at some point I agreed with you, but when you double down on it, I'm like, it's just the internet is baiting you into that. You feel like you have to dig in to hold your position or else you'd be wrong. And I love being wrong. I, I welcome Dude, being one of the, wrong. And so I hated the few people that really dug in. I was like, no, like. The reason why they do that, though, is the people who are criticizing them. It's those types of people. It's their fault. Because they, how many of the people that were saying, wow, I can't believe you have the wrong take. Yeah. To then the same people were tweeting at me saying, I can't believe you condemned Goat and then had For him sure. on your podcast. For sure, yeah. Like, like, as if I'm like this two-faced whatever. And yeah. it all came down to people, they don't fucking care about any of the actual facts or the truth no. of anything. They want to see the world burn, right? People came in, and I, I actually had to go back because I'm like, there's a world in which I'm like totally wrong, and like I'm post-hoc rationalizing what happened. And I went back and I watched my VOD from the day that I reacted to mm. it. I'm like, I want to see what I said. And literally, I started pointing out a couple of like, pause the video and point out some nitpicky things. And what ended up happening was I hadn't even watched the whole video yet. Yeah. I was pointing out like, wait, he just said 100%. Yeah. And then he said, but like almost never. So I'm confused. And then people started to say, why are you condemning him? Yeah. Why are you X? Why are you Y? And then I'm like, I'm not saying that. And then people, more people would come in and say, why are you so mad, bro? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then more people would come in and be like, look how much he's molding. He's seething that yeah. someone beat him to it. And it's like, 
Exactly. It's just completely. Yeah. And now that's why the narrative is how fucking mad I was at the video when I reacted. Yeah. It's like, no, I didn't even really fucking react to the video. I reacted to a couple of little nitpicky pieces of it. And then, and then I reacted the to the fucking <laughs> the creatures in chat pulling their putting their heads directly in their ass <laughs> and then spitting back the first thing they could find in there at yeah. me as if it was my take. Yeah, you know? exactly. It was the same people it, that were tweeting at me that they were unsubbing to me for my take when I hadn't, when I hadn't, it was like that, that was just like, that felt like, like that felt like the bottom of that barrel Yep. where it was like, like you're actively unsubscribing from someone for a take you made up in your, you couldn't have even misunderstood my take. I had yet to say anything. So at you that point, you're so in far, agreement. you're so far up your own ass that you've made up a take for me that you disagree with so vehemently that you're unsubscribing to me. That it was just, I was laughed so hard because I was like, brother, you are at the bottom of this. Like this is the last brain cell you have. Say like savor it. You know what I mean? Like it is the last. Dude, I got the it was same unreal, message. Unreal, dude. Unreal. It, it had to be the same person because I got the same message. It was on a completely unrelated video. And it was like I posted the video, and the fourth message, the fourth comment I yeah. got was, "I'm unsubscribing to you because of your take on goat." I wonder <laughs> if it was the. Did you also get that YouTube comment, maybe, or was it yeah, someone different? Maybe. And it was, it was like the same one, dude. Because my tweet saying that it was man. unreal, unreal. So, yeah. So that whole thing. So like, I'm so glad we got the him on here because I think it was really important for us to be able to show that, of course. It's like a lose-lose, right? Like if we didn't have them on, people would say this. If we didn't have them on, people would say this. There were definitely the people that said, you know, there, there were the people that said we were chasing clout and there were the people that said we were like walking it back. But ultimately, I think for most people, it was good to be able to like levy all of those, the the real kernels of criticism just directly to his face. And 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 I think I think the, the most important thing was to see the GOAT stands, hear him be like, yeah, no, I see that. You know what I mean? And, and like acknowledge... Yeah. Like that because because it got to the point exactly anything any criticism of the video was a criticism of goat's existence on this planet and it's like Veritas thinks he should die and it was like they got there and so to hear goat say yeah oh well I actually wanted to do that but I pushed out the video early because Linus and and Luke did it or that's a good thing I tried to do it but maybe I could have done it better it was so good and then for us who up until that point of actually talking to someone, you you can't know their motivations. So he, he got to hear that criticism and we got to like, by the end of that, I think, like you said, we both were like, man, I'm more confident than ever that like this guy just wants the best for the community. And he did it yeah. and he did his best job. And it, here we are. He didn't know it was going to get 2 million views. We didn't know it was going to. So it was like, so, yeah, I don't know. So I'm glad ultimately we did that. But and I never had to make that video, cluster. too. I mentioned a, f a few times. I'm like in my oh, video yeah. that I'm working on. I mean, I recorded three hours of voiceover <laughs> that was unedited and all that stuff. I wrote a 26-page script, and I just decided not to. Because so many of the things I was able to either speak to him privately about yeah. or speak in the podcast, yeah. there was no reason for me to make the video, especially given that a lot of the, my criticisms were addressed in those conversations. Yeah, I didn't want to rehash them again as if they weren't addressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't want to have to rewrite half of it. I just felt like... That nothing is going to come from exactly this. if you want um yeah if you wanted to know you could watch the podcast and see that conversation play out and if you don't yep. want to know you probably would just end up commenting on that video three minutes into it not watching it anyway so it's like why yeah yeah so, yeah there you go what uh what an interesting turn of events
I did find, by the way, to touch back on the thing, the whole Sherpa pack thing, I did find that to be hilarious. Like that was definitely a, uh, like a witch hunt. Like, so, like people were just looking for problems now. Like the Sherpa pack thing was weird. People want to hate content. Exactly. Creators, yeah. They were just like, they were on a witch hunt at that point because like the Sherpa pack. Yeah. Every month or two, if you were a Sherpa, you got some uh some ammo and some meds and i'm not trying to downplay it. it was a lot of ammo it was good ammo and a lot of good meds propitols and saluas and uh bp ammo it was whatever like i'm not yeah it, it is what it was but the thing is is that like it wasn't a secret i i, I have been a sherpa for two years almost <clears throat> and i opened that stuff on stream all the time to like get a yeah. propital or a salua. I think, you know, whatever the idea, whatever, once again, we can't talk about intention or motivation. The idea was originally, if you're out there helping people, here's a little care package for you helping people. I never yeah. relied on it. I never, they, they never ended up starting. Like they don't do it for like the first two months of the wipe month or two of the wipe. So I almost always ended up having Kappa before I got my first one. Most of the stuff I would let expire. I would go in and grab some meds and maybe some ammo every once in a while. But it was like, if you wanted to criticize it, that's fair. But it was this, it was this like Sherpa's exposed, hiding free loot from BSG. And it was like, that's disingenuous. If you want to criticize that we're getting loot, whatever. But so many people were tweeting, like, oh my God, like th now we when know. When did this happen? I don't know. Somebody tweeted about it, and then it was like a week or two before the goat thing started. People were just like I never see, I never heard about that until i saw it on the fucking wind yeah show, which is why i tweeted about it. and then someone a bunch of people responded with the clip from glorious yeah from a couple weeks ago where it was like he opens up the thing and it's like you know there's like 30 propital yeah yeah and then there's some ammo 995 and some ammos yeah. yeah a whole bunch of a uh, whole bunch of like literally i haven't seen like half of the like ap yeah for yeah mp7 i literally haven't shot a single round of you know like a whole bunch of stuff yeah um now, I personally don't give a fuck, but I'm like, that's one of those things. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, people would be mad about that. I understand because yeah. people just get butthurt about everything. But now I also saw that that was like two weeks ago that that clip was made. And I had to wonder, like, was that that had to be why they nuked the whole content creator Sherpa thing, right? There had to be drama around. Yeah, the whole boosting thing and the viewer Maybe, kits plus yeah. the RMT plus all of a sudden it's like, oh okay, yeah. well you, I can see people being upset about the the view of I don't know if you want to call it like hypocrisy or, or, yeah. or inconsistency or whatever where it's like streamers can't get a whole bunch of shit from their viewers because it's considered boosting. Yeah, but then Sherpas get a whole bunch of like. I mean, Dude. to be fair, the, the value in that Sherpa thing was probably more than like the vibe in screenshot with oh, the four yeah, slicks sure. and the ammo. So it's like, I oh. What's great about the podcast is I don't remember what episode, but if you really wanted to find it, you could find it. I, six months ago, as an active Sherpa, you know what I mean? Because the whole like Linus text episode were like, oh, if they were connected with BSG, maybe they wouldn't, maybe they'd want to hush hush. I yelled from the mountaintops on this podcast while I was an active Sherpa when they were making these anti-RMT changes where you can't drop stuff, you can't drop, I can't drop bolts. I can't bring in bolts for my friend because he needs it for the hideout, right? I can't drop keys. I, on the podcast made a point about I was getting like that, that I was like, I'm getting loot from BSG for being a Sherpa. How is that not boosting? 
I like yelled it as an active Sherpa. So, so to, yeah. to two weeks ago for it to be like, and I know not everybody watches the podcast. Not everybody watches me. I understand that. I, I, I was there and I don't remember. Yeah, I understand that there's a lot of people that didn't know, but it was just funny that it was this like breaking news exposed. Everyone was trying to keep this a secret, but now we, we glorious, you know, showed it to the world. I was like, no, Whoever exposed once it again, did a shitty job. once again, if you wanted to criticize the mechanic, that's fair. I had also criticized the mechanic, but it was just disingenuous how, and I'm not saying glorious. I'm not even saying glorious tweet, glorious's clip or tweet. It wasn't that it wasn't glorious being like, I'm going to be the hero and rip off the bandaid. It was a clip of glorious opening the package that then somebody was like, oh, I'm going to rip off. I'm going to show the world. So I want that to be clear that I don't, Glorious didn't try to white knight or do anything. He just like showed it on stream once and then, but it was just so funny that like, because then once again, I get swept up in it. I get told that because I was a Sherpa, I was a part of the problem in doing this. When I like literally yelled about this on the podcast six months ago, because I was criticizing, like it was a point to criticize BSG about the anti-RMT changes. So like every checkbox, I brought it up first as a Sherpa when I was connected to them, criicizing them for a separate issue. It was like, it was all there, but then Dude, it, I'm get told it seems, whatever. It's so funny. It seems like you're mad that you didn't do the exposing video first. I should have done the exposing. Tweet, Sounds like bro. you're mad. You know, you did tell me in an email that you were planning on doing it and you were like 98% of the way done and then this guy beat you to it, dude. Yeah. Just, yeah. Je I'm going to show the fucking receipts. Show man. the receipts. Expose, Jesse, expose. I'm going to Photoshop some real ding-dong shit that you never Hell said that yeah. you did say and tweet it out. Love and, it. And get you canceled. All press is good press, you know? Yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Bill Cosby. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that was just something that I found to be hilarious and frustrating. Um, uh, okay. So other, other Tarkov things that have happened. Um, we got a hot fix. The flea thing was a part of that. So I'll save that for last, but we got a hot fix on, uh, five, six days ago. Now last week that was uh camera recoil got reduced again by 25% across the board. W just remove it from the game, LOL. But at this point, they reduced it by, I believe, 25% during the aftermath of your video and then an additional 25% right now. I got to check it, dude, because I haven't really noticed. As soon I've been fucking point firing finally yeah. a lot more now. So now it's like... Yeah. I've Recoil finally... in a lot of ways is still scuffed in the sense that like, like a Valor of ESS, like the first shot recoil is just like insane. But... I have like noticed the first three shots. Yeah, right? yeah. I have noticed across the board that the camera recoil, the the feeling that my vision is separated from my optic has been better. Even on high recoil guns, it, the camera recoil has been better, which is nice. Um, Rashala got up to twenty eight percent from twenty four. I think all the other bosses are still twenty four, but Rashala got up. I can't find them. Cultists got their spawn rate increased to ten percent at night, which was kind of cool. Still never seen them. I, you know, I've only seen the cultists on factory this wipe. No, I found them on shoreline once. I've only seen them. I've only seen the cultists two times ever in history, and it, it the last time was two wipes ago. Really? Yeah. I ran into them. I mean, we were doing do night raids. Yeah, we were doing often, night so. shoreline trying to do insomnia, and we ran into them once. Uh, and then we were doing night factories trying to find Tegilla. We ran into them two times in like five raids, and they only have like a two percent spawn chance on factory at night, five percent or something. Um, it was kind of cool though. Shooterborn wow. in heaven is back to 100 meters. 
from 125, which Pog. I think is I think is dope. I think it's dope. Um, that's gonna it's help. A bad quest, but it's, it's less bad now. Yeah, I, I that'll be that'll help for like streets and customs specifically. You know, with the the troublesome ones there. Uh, the Ledex craft was back. However, I saw it. There's two items that I've never seen before. However, okay. So where the Ledex craft was before was deep, deep, deep down the Lightkeeper chain. Okay. So like, remember that night where I told you every quest? It was like, it's like deep down the Lightkeeper chain. You unlocked the quest and everybody was like, that's lame. You added the craft for people who were struggling to find Ledex as found in raid for private clinic. It was a very expensive craft. Give us the craft back. They gave us the craft back, but that item you need in order to craft it is an item given to you as a reward for that same Lightkeeper quest. The microcontroller board? I'm literally looking at it no, right now. No, those you can find on labs. It's the book, the cum book. It's like computer. Yeah. It's, the cum? Yeah. It's the like cum book? It's like computer undergraduate Car microsystems. Carbon, carbon universal microchips. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Um, the book the book you get as a reward for that quest. Now, I don't know if they have uh, changed the craft. I believe that they were going to. I believe that that was a mistake, that they were like, oh, yeah, put the Lettuce craft, and they didn't remember that they added the book. The uh, the microchip thing you can, like, find on labs. They're rare, but you can find them. Um, but the book you literally can't get unless you complete the quest. So that was irrelevant. Unless Looks like there's a mechanic it. barter for it, but I don't have it unlocked. The book or the thing? The... Oh, after you complete missing informant yeah. from Lighthouse Keeper. That's when yeah. it's 15 military circuit boards. Yeah, it's insane. 10 PSUs, 5 VPXs, and 50 caps. Eat dude. shit, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just to wait two days to craft one Lead X. Yeah, so everybody was like, the craft is back, the craft is back. And then it was like, oh, the craft is not back. That's bull crap. LOL, we just got you baited. Like, that was... Nobody will ever craft that un no. unless... They have like 15 million rubles and you don't like need spare it. change and you need like one Ledex for a, like the last Ledex for a quest and you've been looking for like a month. That's when yeah. people will be like, fine, I'll fucking craft it. Yeah. Now, Otherwise, nobody will ever separately. They uh, they buffed Ledexes across the board. I don't know if you've noticed their static spawns for Ledexes everywhere. You know, on woods, nice. the boxes uh, by the scavs. No, do you know on, on woods the uh, there's like the USEC camp in the new area with like the all the netting. Oh, I was thinking shoreline. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I know the, what you're talking the about. second USEC camp where there's like the gurney where you can find like ophthalmoscopes. That's like a good like. Yep. I walked up to that the other day and there was a Lettuce sitting on it, and I was like, "That's sick." So I know of three confirmed static Lettuce spawns on woods. And uh, like full... wait, static meaning it's there every single raid. No, meaning it oh, okay. meaning it can spawn here. It wasn't like a lot of people find like I found a Lettuce on customs, and I'm like where? And they're like in a med bag. I was like okay, well that wasn't a, that can be found anywhere. You just got really yeah, lucky, yeah. like you know what I mean. So like like places where like it was on the floor. Did you see the? the I know of one on Shoreline. I don't know where that is. So you know how if you go out West Wing, like through the little hole in the fence down yes. the rocks, <gasps> there's a truck. With scavs? Yeah. There's cardboard boxes. I guess they can be there, I believe. Interesting. Okay. And then um, there's a few on streets. I saw a bunch of screenshots of gotcha. a few on streets as well. So that is cool. 
I think I, they buff the loot, dude, and it just feels better to find loot. Like, yes, I mean that that for sure. But like, that's so nice because like so many people were like, I'm stuck on private clinic. I've been running shoreline for days. You know what I mean? So to be able to farm woods or shoreline or streets for Ledexes and not necessarily need 300,000 ruble keys. That's kind of a dub in my opinion. Um, okay, wait, I need a correction. Maybe that was a meme clip. Oh, that, that wouldn't I surprise me if people started doing meme clips. But the see the thing is like if you're going to do a meme clip, don't at the end don't be like this isn't a meme guys, like seriously, yeah, this yeah. is real and then have it be a found in raid Ledex. Yeah. And when you pick it up, have there be like you get XP for it. Yeah, that's a big thing. You if you got XP for it, that's. I don't know how you maybe do I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the wiki and see if they've added it there. Yeah, I fucking dude. There's certain things that are like they're not funny. Jokes. Yeah, they're not memey. There's certain unspoken rules. Yeah, but either way, they <laughs> definitely buff the spawns of them and add a new spawns, and that's definitely a dub. Um. Uh, the other thing was, uh, the flea market rep, you can have more slots now, uh, much easier. So, uh, you used to have to get a 30 flea market rep to get a third slot. And now I just noticed I had a third slot. Yeah. You need to get to like, seven Whoa. rep for a third slot. And it's, uh, yeah, cause I've got nine rep 30 for the fourth one. Jesus Christ. What's your rep at? Like 12. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how fast it goes up, but. That's Air, usually a pretty good indicator. air wings is like 55 <laughs> like he freaking he but he'll sell it's just a market goblin. yeah and he'll sell stuff for less than the therapist value like for the slots like he's trying to grind the slots like so um see like to me the slots are like i hate to say it irrelevant kind of irrelevant to I, because i put everything up and it sells right away the slots yes. never yes add up now airwing doesn't air like guys like airwing that play the market he'll craft vodkas all day and then at, when he goes to bed he'll post them all for like 10,000 20,000 rubles more per than the average price because he knows that at night it, the market dips and then they all and then when he wakes up the next morning they're all bought like he plays so he'll list stuff up and leave it there for a day and it'll sell I've never done that. I list for one less ruble than the lowest offer every time. I Even with two slots, I almost never can't put something up. By the time I put my second one up, my first one sold, and I cycle that. It doesn't really matter to me. But to some people that See, play those high the game. Quantity, yeah, yeah, those high-quantity sales, those act as, like, the threshold yeah. where if you have something and there's 100 sales, someone sells one, Someone sells one cheaper, someone sells one cheaper, someone sells one cheaper, and, and you end up with, like, a bunch cheaper until those all sell, and then they hit that threshold. Yes. And then stuff goes. So it'll never, that acts as, yeah, like, the lower bound. Yeah, because there's so many, it stalls there for a while, which gives people to list underneath the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a weird, the way that they've implemented the flea market and how the sales work and everything is like a very it feels like a very unique yeah manifestation of it's really like it's not exactly quite supply demand yeah it's so, more so yeah speaking of the flea market the last thing that came in that hotfix uh or it came a few days later than the hotfix but we got uh they have completely removed bartering for items on the flea market can't do that anymore. 
Um, and adjusted the taxes. And adjusted the taxes, which is which is the big had to have happened in order for that to have any weight at all. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, at first, I wasn't against the change, but I didn't really understand it because I was like, I just hadn't really ever heard anybody talk about it too much. But the more I thought about it, it was like, man, 99% of the barters on the flea market are cheaters selling stuff for money, RMTers getting their RMT stuff to people, or Scams. people trying to scam people. You know what I mean? Like just straight or up. Or trying to sell something where the fee is astronomical. Yeah. Or not necessarily scams, but it's like, yeah, I need I need a dorm's safe key and the only barters up for them are for Tigas. And it's like, Jesus Christ, or red cards. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, so were there people that absolutely like found a found and raid, you know, whatever, and then you needed it and I put up a bar? Like, yeah, for sure. Like- I knew some people that put up some stuff and was like, I hope, you know, I'll put up, I found seven moonshines and I need this storm's key. Maybe someone will buy it. And they bought it. And he was like, okay, cool. But most of those barter transactions were not beneficial to the economy of escape from Tarkov. And so now you can't do it. So I'll be interested to see what happens. Right. Because, uh, I wish I held on to my blue key card. Yeah. Cause now they're going for, yeah, probably big, like big 20, moolah. 30 mil. And I got like, I got after, and this was actually like another streamer. We had to go through and he had to like, I had to sell three or four different things for way above market just to have the amount, to have the 1.8 million to list it on the flea for 5 million for him to then trade a bunch of extra. It was like the blue key card yeah. for 5 million plus like these three keys plus like three evasion armbands yeah. just so that like nobody would have the, the found and raid combination to actually sweep it out from under him. Yeah. It's such a fucking hack together yeah. bullshit. Yeah. So that, so that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, I mean like if like let's say you're an RMT or you cheat, you have a bunch of stuff and you sell it really the only thing you can do now is carries right because like or or the purchasing of money because like if you have like if i cheated to get a black key card and i wanted to sell that black key card for money you cannot get that black key card to anybody because you can't barter it to somebody and you can't drop it for them in raid well wait what if i put up you can't put up a sale for cash yeah, as an item exactly so so now it, well no so you can you just you I mean the only way you could do it is if you put up the key card for like one ruble and hope your buyer bought it, right? Yes. Like that's the only way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is too much too of a much of a risk. Gamble. Yeah. So it feels like it's gonna be back to just buying money, which even that is kind of hard to do because you can't drop much money in raid anymore. Um But you could sell like what happens if I go to sell like a ball of Yeah, true. That would be for, yeah, for like 10, million 10 million rubles, yeah. Let's see what that would go. Oh, okay, I can't. Okay, let me do an evasion armband um, for 10 million rubles. The fee is 9.7 million rubles. Yeah, so I, so I guess that's their thing where they were doing it where they adjusted the values. That, that is the benefit of hand-adjusting values where they can kind of, if they're, once again, this is a big fat if, but if they can keep their ear to the ground as to like what items in the game are valuable and only make those have higher values, 
Well, then if you're a level one pleb trying to buy stuff for money, you wouldn't have those things found and ready to put on the flea market for big money. So ultimately, it feels like it was a big hit to RMT. You know what I mean? Because it, it feels like it forces people to do more grouping and carries and forcibly cheating, which hopefully gets them banned quicker, which makes it a riskier investment for them. And who knows? I, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know if I'm, I'm definitely not saying this is the end of RMT. This fixes everything. But it was interesting that the idea got brought up and then really quickly they acknowledged that they wanted to do it. And then a week later they did it. And then here we are. So it's interesting for sure. Yeah, I, I really quickly have an idea that I wanted to float by you. And I just wonder if because so much of the market depends on like these little tiny incremental prices where it's like, you know, like, yeah. If you have one store across the street from another store, why don't they always just undercut by a dollar and yeah, undercut yeah. by a dollar and undercut by a dollar and like thought experiment? <laughs> mm -hmm. What if you could only sell in like, let's just say 10,000 ruble increments and you had to choose what it was? That would mean that like if you wanted to sell uh, a, a gun, right? And it was like someone was selling for 30K, you could sell for 20K or you could put it in the batch of 30K. Yeah. And, and now I don't know. It would, we could. You know, you could either do it so that it was random, yeah, or it was first come first serve. Um, there's probably merit to either, but like, I don't know. I wonder if that wouldn't, yeah, if that wouldn't change because then you might actually have like there's a world in which that is more true supply and demand, which is kind of funky saying like price restrictions would yeah. make it, but but that would. I don't know. I just feel like the way it is now where you just constantly I undercutting. I completely agree with the sentiment like that it feels weird now. I I am not intelligent enough to communicate why it feels weird or at all intelligent enough to know how to do economy stuff. But something does feel weird about going to the flea market and be like, I want to buy the cheapest one. It's out of stock. I want to buy the cheapest. It's out of stock. I want to buy the not cheapest one. It's out of stock. I want to buy the not cheapest I one. It's out of stock. I forgot that's why I was. I want to buy the cheapest. It's out of stock. I want to buy the cheapest one. Like I want to be able to just go. I want to buy it for around this yeah. much money. Here it is because I know. Like I'm glad you mentioned because that. as a as a purchaser, right? I want to buy sugar for forty seven thousand rubles. It's not that the market is telling me. Well, sugar is worth more than 47,000 rubles. You have to pay 52. That's not what the market is telling me. I try to buy that one for 47,000 and it's sold out. And then I try to buy that next. Like as I'm trying to buy it for 47,000 rubles, more people are supplying the market with them at 47,000 rubles. I just yeah. picked the wrong one. So it's not mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? It's not like I want to buy this for cheap and the market says, no, it's worth more than that. It is worth 47,000 rubles. A hundred people in the next two minutes will list it for 47,000 rubles. But because I clicked the wrong one, I have to play this stupid mini game. And so and like it breaks like priest weapon preset building where yes. it's like there's so many annoying things that come from that. So it's like, once again, I don't know how to fix it because economy is complicated, but that just feels weird and not right because I do know that the value of sugar is 47,000 and I have submitted to the game that that is the price I would like to pay for it. Give it to me, damn yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's something, maybe the rounding is like 
to the nearest hundred. Maybe it's thousand. Yeah. Maybe it's five thousand. Maybe it's different per item, right? Maybe maybe bullets can be whatever, right? Um, because it's got to be more granular, or, or maybe they would make it so that you could only sell a yeah. hundred at a time, like almost like you would take your ammo, and you, once you have a hundred, you can then make a box of it. Oh, you know, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boxing it, you know. That would um, be cool. You know, or something like that. But I don't know. That just feels like that might make some of the experiences a little less shitty, while also maybe, yeah, I don't know. Just a thought experiment that that I yeah. want to to have. But yeah, that was the the original. I forgot the original point of that yeah. was like because I hate trying to buy shit. Yeah. When you're crafting and you right click and do whatever and you go click it and then it takes you back to the screen. You're like fuck. Because half the time I go to click, I hit yes and I'm already hitting escape. Dude. And then I notice the red error by the, the way, bottom and I'm like fuck. By the way, whose actual April Fool's joke never got pulled out of the game? That when you buy something, sometimes it just pops up as a little red thing. And doesn't and all you have to do is keep clicking. And sometimes a dialogue box shows up that says offer sold out and you have to click OK. It's like, what? If both things say the same thing. You didn't get that sugar. Why is that? Why are there two different things? And then I can actually be denied buying sugar 12 times and then get a captcha. Oh, my God. I'm getting heated, bro. It's oh, who yeah. made this. Like, it's insane, bro. And then you get so tilted that you're like, fuck it. You're going to click the first thing you see and you pay 120000 for the thing. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, like, dude. I, I dude. Especially yes. in the weapon presets, yes. dude. Like, it tells when, when you... there's only seven advanced, you know, butt stocks or, or, or you know, uh, yes. buffer tubes, right? And you're like, 60,000 sold, 65,000 sold, 120,000, you got Whoa. it. No shit, fuck, no. It, it teaches you to do it as quick as possible, and then I click for an FP100 filter, and I buy one for 150K that's one out of 300. And I'm like, mother! Like, I, like it's just, it's so, it's so weird. So, and it, what ends up weirdly happening is the market then forced, like, you end up paying higher prices. Sometimes I'll just scroll seven down and buy one for 10,000 rubles more. Which is in, so which is don't... insanity because the market isn't telling me it's worth ten thousand rubles more. It's just like playing whack a mole when there's you know what I mean with water bottles when you're thirsty when there's one right there for ten dollars more. It's like for the love of God, I'm thirsty. You know what I mean? So I don't know how to yeah. fix it. A lot of people are saying buy orders like most MMOs do, where like I can't list anything for sale, but I can say I want to buy this for this, and then if I have the item, I just search through the buy orders. Um, but then don't complete you, that order. The, but doesn't that just move the goalpost to where you're like, I want to buy. Oh, I want to give you the. Oh, I want. Yeah, like, true. You, where that that system so, could end up being the same. Where it's like, oh, that's a good deal. Let me try that. But it was gone. Or yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I don't know. Point, I don't know how to do it, but it's insane, bro. I mean, setting up like, orders like buy orders on the flea market, saying like I would like three sugars at this price or below, and then letting the server do that would be in, would be nice you know what i mean but i don't know if that's a band-aid or the solution once again economy stuff is mad weird i don't know how games do it like eve online is probably like the big one when it comes to like an in-game economy i don't know how they do this kind of stuff i don't know how it's supposed to be done um i mean that's but a, it's annoying that's not a, a band-aid so much as i think it's a quality of life improvement like it's another feature that would be great yeah to be able to say like because then I might not have been thinking about selling the paracord, but oh, someone wants to, someone really needs it right now and they want to overpay. Like, cool, yeah. I can benefit because yeah. I have it. Um, it doesn't fix that problem. I mean, the only thing I've been able to come up with 
uh, is that kind of like round off. Yeah. And this was actually my solution that I proposed way back in the day when everybody was flipping out about the bots, the flea market bots. Oh, yeah. Because it was even worse because before you had the countdown. Yep. You'd post it and it would be available for sale in 60 seconds. So you would have now, like the way it works now is you go to that screen and anybody who has been to that screen and refreshed within like a three second window, all of you are fighting over it. Yep. Back in the day, it used to be anybody who's looked at water filters within 60 seconds are all waiting. It's on. Yeah. So now there's a million people rather than having seven people. There's a million people all waiting to click. And so your chances of getting it is one in a million, which means it's zero. And when so you, everybody would think it was a bot. Yes. And when you put something up for sale, the, it, people had 60 seconds to undercut you before it went for sale. So a whole page of lower priced ones would come up before yours was even available for purchase. And you were like, what? Which is why I kind of wanted to say, like, just have there be these tiers. Yeah. Which will round off the prices. It'll get rid of this annoying minuscule undercutting and at the same time it's like you won't have to undercut by ten thousand or by yeah. you know nine thousand or whatever you can it would actually make it less clicks to say like put it for sale for this yeah because let's say let's say there's a hundred things for sale and two of them or one of them is at like the ten thousand range and then nine hundred you know ninety nine of them are at twenty thousand yeah. you're like well you know what I'll put it for twenty thousand and um, there's a good chance that eventually it'll will cycle go through. buy into that second tier, right? Because you're, um, yeah. But instead, at that you point, know, you the have... flea market slots might be more beneficial if you're putting up something not for one ruble cheaper, but if you're putting it in a bank of 10,000 sugars for 47,000 rubles, most likely that will sell. Even if it's chronological, you're putting it in the bank and the bank is always churning because thousands of people are always buying sugar for 47,000, yeah. but it won't sell instantly. So then at that point, maybe the extra slots play much more of a role. Yeah, and, and then you're not, there's not, because right now there's as many items for sale as there are sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. this case, there would be three sales for every item. Yeah. It would just be so much easier yeah. to comb through things. You wouldn't have to scroll. You wouldn't That's you know what, what I, mean? I like, wanted for barters when they were there. It's like if you if, if somebody wants this thing for if like why do I have to scroll through eleven pages of dorms marks key barters? Like you know what I mean? Just make it That would have been a solution to RMT. Make it so that when you go to do the barter Well, actually maybe not. I was gonna say, eh, never mind. But that would make it so that, like, yeah, it's effectively anonymous. Exactly. Yeah. True. You wouldn't be looking at names. Yeah. You would just be looking at, like, yeah, I want to, I want to buy one of these sales. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And if it was randomized, but yeah, I don't think that would necessarily fix the RMT thing because they're gonna put up lopsided value trades. Yeah. Right. Like that's the whole point. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So just, to, just so it's definitely weird and complicated and and doesn't feel very intuitive the way that it is. Um but the uh the removing I the barters I cannot. Look what I did to my I broke Look what you did to your boy. ADD fidgeting with my capo. It's completely broken. Yeah. Um, I don't know where my beard comb went. I think I threw it the other day playing car. car <laughs> 
Your hot dog beard comb? Yeah, dude, I'm sad. I need it. <clears throat> um Okay, so um So that's that. The flea market change. W hopefully we'll see. Uh oh, they also removed uh the examining of items, by the way. Uh most items. Oh, most also, items. my I chat think... completely froze. I just realized that people have been chatting and I haven't seen anything. Oh, really? I think just keys. Um I think it's just keys that uh still need to be examined. Um, but that's a huge W in my opinion. Oh my god, dude. But think about like I'm able to get to level two every wipe Bro, just oh by god. examining the, the level one traders. Of times I've heard that. Dude, people are like, now I can't get the I, I can't get to level two and go do Jaeger on my first raid. I'm like, damn, you're right. You'll have to do it on your second raid. What an inconvenience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like getting level one to level two is not that hard. Sneeze on a scav and then nade yourself and you're level two. For the love of God. Um, yeah. Speaking of, dude, I had a daily quest today that was like extract from. Some of the daily quests have been nuts. Like, you know, exfil from gate three, three times. And it was like, you want uh, 33,000 XP, two of like the three TBG stims that the last one I needed for samples that I've never seen before. It was two of those, 180,000 rubles, two military circuit boards. And like a uh, fucking two propitols, and it's like, okay, yeah, go out gate three three times. Like yep. it's just, they're just fucking absurd. And that's yeah. why I hate how I will like kill a three man, loot all their shit, loot a bunch of rooms, exfil, and I'll have like forty two hundred XP. And I'm like, fuck, like I, yeah, you know, it's like cool on one hand, you get all this XP. On the other hand, it's like, I, why am I even playing it's the game so when I can weird. sit in a bush and it's do my so daily weird. quests? Uh, yeah, you at level 45, you'll get a, a daily quest that'll give you 5,000 XP. At level 46, you'll get a daily quest that gives you 50,000 XP. Uh, oh, that's why. I just hit... Four, I'm, I'm 48 now. Yeah. That must have been when I hit a threshold. Yep, you hit 46 is the threshold. <laughs> I, I've had dailies, post-46 dailies, that will like survive labs 18 times in one day, and the reward is like 20,000 XP and three rolls of toilet paper. And then I've seen screenshots of people that it's like, kill 12 scavs on any location, and they get 50,000 XP in a weapon case. It's, it, it's Yeah, it's just like so weird how it's all Holy formulated. Fuck, wait. Exiting woods twenty three times. Is that your weekly? It's my weekly, and I've never—I I don't think I've ever done a fucking weekly in my life. Weeklies are twenty three times post forty six. Two hundred thousand yep. XP. Yep. Four hundred and seventy thousand rubles. Yep. A hundred and one rounds of BP seven six two. A hundred and six rounds of the PAB nine. Oh, for the for val, the, yeah. The val. A military gyro, a can of Dr. Lubo's beans, and Prapor plus zero five. I, I got to make sure I get the rep for Prapor so that yeah. later when I replace a bunch yeah, of... Yeah, dude, I, I, I regressed Jaeger twice. No shot. Because, because you know, like the last quest that you need, like if you do most of the quests, yep. you end up with like 0.1 away. And then the, the day I unlocked them, I'm like, max level traders. And I'm like, nah, this daily sucks. And I was like, replace it. It was like, level three Jaeger. I'm like, no, dude. That's no. brutal. I was so mad at um, myself. I did that twice. I'm so scared to do it. I don't replace too many dailies because I'm scared to you can't regress. see. No. Once you get to level, yeah, is. it should let you know what your standing is and what the threshold for four is. So you know how close you are. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so the examining thing is interesting. Um, 
did you see i'm sure your chat kind of blew up about it but did you see the news about like the the raid on the cheater hub yeah so apparently like the chinese government raided this like hub of cheaters and seized their servers and all sorts of stuff and I've I've heard a bunch of conflicting information apparently, and this makes more sense to me that they're just like a big cheat developer company that like there's a lot of PUBG cheats as well, but they also had a lot of Escape from Tarkov cheats. Um, but the actual Chinese like government raided this place, seized their servers. The cheaters were freaking out. I've seen some people have screenshots that cheaters saying like it should be up by like everything should be up and ready to roll by later today. Some people say, yeah, yeah, some people saying like we're cucked, you know what I mean? Like we're not going to be able to retrieve any information. So interesting. Anyways, huge dub on those scum of the earth getting kicked in the nuts. You know what I mean? Like, and I've heard everything from goats videos responsible. Oh which yeah. Is like, which is like, uh, I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but I, there, how is that? Yeah. Yeah. How is that connection to me? I mean, there's a world in which that's the case. Somehow, that, like, some way. Some, like the fucking prime minister of China saw the video saw on the YouTube video. and was like, we must do something, you know. But then I've also heard people say um, that, like, didn't Nikita say they were going to go after the cheaters like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And I'm like wondering, could that have anything yeah. to do? And I'm like, well, in the, I mean, I don't do it. I just don't fucking know. I don't know. Man. In the AMA, they literally said, um, Nikita said that they're working on pursuing legal action against cheaters. So once again, I don't know that that like what it kind of, you know, Russia and China are pretty friendly. What, so what, actually, you know, like what makes that's not the craziest connection. What makes the most logical sense is that like it was for either other illegal activities that was happening at that location, like credit card or theft or something like that, or some of the other cheats as well. Either way, they had multiple thousands of daily active users. They're, they got hit really hard. Nobody knows, like, you know, whatever. But uh, it was just, you know, a little vindicating and and pretty joyous to see, you know, pain and suffering virtually brought to these people and their cheats. Um, Dude, have you not, have you not had, I've had multiple instances where I almost feel like I'm being trolled. Multiple instances where somebody will, it'll be like first time chatter or whatever, and you'll see, hey man, I don't, like... Is it just me? Tell me what your experience is. But this last week, I haven't seen any cheaters. And then 10 minutes later, someone will say, dude, is it just me or have the cheaters gone up tenfold? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, dog, I, I, what do I say to that? Yep. And of course, I've been playing early in the morning, so I've I've already changed a, a massive variable in the, in the fucking yep. experiment. So I'm like, I don't know, man. We're dude, Once again, sure. we're kind of just... Nobody knows, right? Is it 60? Is it 30? Is it 20? Is it 90? Is it 50? Per like, no one knows. No one can know. And We're still unknowable. And most of us are staring in the wrong direction. Most yeah. of us are literally looking at something else. There are, like, there is a non-zero amount of people that have a day where they don't die to any noticeably desync deaths and then come into people's chat and say, it feels like the cheating's gotten better since the GOAT video. I'm glad BSG is finally doing something. Like most of the time, most of us are looking at the wrong direction. We're looking at networking and it's it's just, yeah, like you said, it's, it is an unknowable situation here. You know what I mean? One full-blown rage hacker like, if in your first few raids of the day, like a spin bot, like the guy that got me on woods, a spin botting rage hacker kills you, that sets you up emotionally for failure that day, right? 
and, yeah, and you're, like, it's gonna be and you're gonna say at the end of that day the cheating situation really sucks even though that might be the first rage hacker you saw in months you know what i mean and then similarly on, on the other end of the spectrum you might have a day where you were in 18 raids with cheaters who are rmting that avoided you with your esp you didn't die to any desync and you said it's been feeling great brother and you were in raids with cheater every all day you just like it is an unknowable thing with too many variables and too many parts of the game suck dick like the audio and the the D and the networking which convince all of us that like 6000 hours 10000 hours literal developers of the game get duped by the the game's current shortcomings into thinking this year so it's just like it's just like I, basically i'm i at this point unless somebody's coming off really hostile towards me I'm just there to let them know their feelings are valid. When people are like, the cheating it sucks in this game. It's so bad. I'm just like, dude, you're like, you're right. It, it is bad. And I'm sorry you're dealing with it. When people are like, dude, I don't really feel cheating. I'm like, I'm glad you're having a good day, dude. I'm just like here to like mirror your feelings and let you know you're okay because I cannot speak to it. I can't. And, <clears throat> and I can't lose my mind trying to to tell everybody well you know you might actually you might be it's just like i'm here you know what i mean i'm here to I have gotta, a good I time take a book out of fucking jesse's i'm here to have a good time book. and just yeah, and just whatever you need i'm here for you you know what i mean when people get aggressive towards me or towards other people or whatever that's when i'm like get out of here but it's just like i just it's there's too much information and i, and I don't know any of it so i'm just here to vibe and play the game um yeah there was uh so there was that Reddit AMA. Did you read through that? We definitely don't have to go through all the questions, but like, did you see? So there was the AMA, like, so Nikita started going ham on Reddit and we talked about that a little bit. And then the next day he actually said, he posted a thread that said, ask me anything. And then he went crazy answering questions. And then BSG like officially put a bunch of the questions together and posted it on their forums, the questions and Nikita's answers. Did you like go through that at all? Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I've seen bits and pieces of it like all over the place, but yeah, I don't remember yeah. off the top of my Which head. Which is fine. We definitely don't want to have to go through question by question. Most of it are either rough questions or answers we've heard before or vague non-answers. You know what I mean? But there were some nuggets of information in there. It was interesting. Nikita said that between <clears throat> like currently between there's uh, between 70 and 120,000 concurrent players on an average basis right now. Two months into life. 70, 70 to 120,000 is where it sits, which was interesting. Because one of the questions was on he average. Said concurrent? One, the question was on average, how many people play EFT at any given time? He said hundreds of thousands every day. And then the guy said, keep in mind, he said every day, meaning he's probably not talking about concurrent. And then Nikita responded and said, online varies from 70 to 120K lately. Now, I wonder, see, what I want to know is at any given snapshot in time, what percentage of the player base yeah, are just is loading in into raid or in raid? And how many of them oh. are sitting there AFK in a hideout, yeah. crafting, or on the flea market watching streamers play because they don't want to play the game? No, for sure. That's a genuine question. No, I'm not it's saying. like if there's that many people. See, what I want to know is like, I, I want someone to do a fucking analysis and someone's going to do it. And then I'm going to call their analysis into question. And then people are going to say I'm butthurt because I didn't do it. But, um, an analysis on, like, at any given time, if there's X amount of people playing, how many of those people are in raid versus how many people at any given snapshot in, like, a two-minute period are queuing up for a particular map? Because it's like, yeah. why does it take so long to queue sometimes? Is it 
is it that their their queuing system is dog shit at putting people together or are there just you know like when i'm sitting there and it's like looking for players yeah is it like are you actually can't find six other players that want to play customs right now yeah or are they in queue you just have to find them like i'm like yeah. trying to figure out i don't yeah i i've wondered a lot of the same things yeah yeah, like today we were playing Streets of Tarkov, the new and premier map. And there were multiple times we were waiting for players for like up to three consecutive minutes of just sitting there waiting for players, me and Trey. And it was like, there's no shot. There's not eight well, other I mean, players. I, you know what I mean? I think, I mean, devil's advocate on that. Streets runs like dog shit on so many people's machines that I think a lot of people just avoid it. I haven't run Streets in like almost a month because I can't yeah, stand. True. I can't stand getting now, 20 frames. A lot of people don't realize it, but it is a lot better now. Well, yeah. So there you go. That's good to know. Um, no, but yeah, like, not I, that they've communicated that. I wouldn't be surprised. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that 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 you'd have to wait a long time on on that map. But like yeah. today, I was in queue, and it was like once I hit five minutes as a PMC raid on daytime customs, I'm like something is wrong. Like what the fuck is going on? You know? Um, yeah. Um, dude, customs. I feel like I have the least amount of fucking luck on that map lately, dude. That yeah. map is. That's rough. that was lighthouse for me this wipe. I. uh same Re really enjoyed lighthouse and previous wipes but this wipe i'm just like don't i don't want to play the map at all dude once i got the red rebel yeah that's reserve huge is, reserve is lit yeah it changed i know i never have to go fucking d2 ever again never um it's that's actually a huge huge and and it was far more affordable than i thought like i always forget that there's that barter trade yep, that's not too bad not too bad um that's like 15 propane 10 fuel conditioner 15 d fuel Oh, dude, I fucking I, I killed uh you um I almost said I killed Jaeger. Glue car. Okay. Got my weapon case, sold the weapon case, got eight mil. Eight mil was gone by the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's buying weapon cases for eight mil, by the way. Because like I don't I don't know, but dude, I'm fine with it. I know. Yeah. I would never pay eight mil for a weapon case. It's such a useless the thick weapon case and the thick item case made item cases and weapon cases garbage. Yeah, me. item cases and weapon well, uh, okay. I think the weapon case is great. And here's why. Because it's cheap relative to the thick weapons case. The reason I don't know why people are paying a mil for weapons cases, and this is what I did, and this is what Valiant did, and everyone I know did. You get the weapons oh, case barter. from killing Gluhar, you sell it for eight million, and the barter is less than a million. It's like not for nine hundred thousand rubles. You can buy everything you need, everything you need off the flea market right now, and barter for one that's never out of stock. It might be people with a lot of money that don't have the flea market unlocked, or they just don't know because I, yeah, it's exclude insane. barter. It's items been this way is... for three wipes. For three to four wipes, as soon as I kill Gluhar, I sell it for eight million and I barter for one for seven hundred K and then I just pocket the extra money. I don't understand. Anyways, so for between 700K and a mil, you can barter for a weapons case. And I think that's great because the thick weapons cases, like you get the one for the quest, if you want another one, I think the items case needs to be cheaper because like that's the thing is exactly, if you're going to have these big ones that are valuable and expensive, make the ones in game. Don't just like, like it's like 15,000 euros for an items case when it's like, I'll just save up for something else, buy like a bunch of backpacks or save for my thick weapons. It's like the, they should be like just under a mil, seven, seven, 700k 800k for like an items case would be great because that helps the casuals too it's it's more accessible cases than the thick cases that help with yeah. stash management you know what i mean and cases don't affect anybody else no that's one like, dude that's why it's like who cares right like if a bunch of people if all the you know it's 
a stack of uh you know 60 bp ammo has an a single 60 round mag full of bp ammo 60 round of bp don't think too hard about that yeah, yeah um it that has more of an impact on the game on other people than a weapons case yep so let people so, do so they that, should just you know what i they mean they should just like... make the fucking global stash the global economy just like make it unlimited like so many of those barters too like For sure like why does there need to be limitations yeah on the global supply like if i have the money and i save up for something and i wait three hours i should be able to buy it in a video game exactly and any other argument against it sorry your argument's invalid it's just like you're not, you're not a game designer i just yeah i don't know um some of the other stuff from the q a he like praised the lord i've been singing the hymns all week he finally mother effing acknowledged that the interchange lighting is bad. <laughs> like somebody was like, please God fix the lighting on interchange. It's so bad. And he like responded. He was like, yes, it's bad. We need to do it differently. And then someone else like, is there any sort of lighting rework interchange uh, is discussing? Uh, is there any, like, is there something happening? And he was like, yes. So acknowledge that interchange lighting sucks. Thank Christ. Uh, they talked a little bit. Oh, of, won't hold my breath. I'll wait until I'll wait until I can see oh, an interchange yeah. before I will rejoice. I'm not holding I'm too... my breath. The W is specifically that he finally acknowledged that it's bad because I felt like every other time it was brought up, he was like, it's supposed to be dark. Like, like it was just a misunderstanding of what was happening. Like we've talked about. Some yeah, times. Yeah, so for yeah. him to be like, yes, it's bad. We need to do it differently. I'm definitely not holding my breath, but at least I know he knows. You know what I mean? Um. Uh, some other stuff in there about like, um, uh, networking and stuff. And, and once again, this is the copium and it's what they've said doesn't mean it's going to happen, but they've said that they're like, the goal was that they were basically able to like completely rework and write from the ground up or use something different from the ground up net code for arena. And that that's basically, basically the testing ground to be able to bring it. So there was questions about the net code and about certain stuff. And he was like, we're doing a lot of this work for arena and. Hopefully it comes over. I don't know how all that works. Uh, he talked about more info on Arena coming soon. He talked about maybe there being a replay feature in Arena. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was it was. Yeah, interesting. I, I heard the rumor that that they said, and maybe that it was what you were just talking about. But people were like, "Yeah, did you hear Nikita said they're making the replay system?" Yeah, he is that what? Uh, he. It's confusing because, and that was question was asked many times. In, I saw in some of the, on actually on Reddit, there were some responses where he was like, it is a planned feature we are making for Escape from Tarkov. And then in other responses, he was like, it will be an arena. And so it was kind of confusing. I mean, like if you wanted to screenshot it, I mean, it literally, there were, there was times where people asked about it and he said like, it is, it's coming to Tarkov. So, um, which once again, like we've said before, we don't, I don't think that that, I would love a replay feature. Like, I don't think that would be bad. I think that would be amazing. I just, it just wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, fix the cheaters, right? Like, it, it would be an awesome, cool tool, but it's not like the savior of the cheating situation. So I would love a replay feature, bro. I would love, love, love that. Um, I, just as long, dude, I want, what I want is, uh-oh, not OBS to crash. Um... like fucking actual proper like camera controls and i mean like just because i think the content 
like to me I, I actually personally care more about the content than i do about yeah a lot of other things um because i i think like the cheating stuff it's all just gonna come out in the wash like yeah a bunch of sus players are gonna look legit a bunch of legit players are gonna look For sure. sus. um a bunch of sus players who were more blatant before are now going to be less blatant, but it doesn't change what we're going to all feel yeah. like we're getting cheated. We're just going to watch the replay and maybe have, you know, less of a, you know, whatever. Maybe people will stop wiggling at each other through walls, but then they'll come up with some other way of doing it. Like they'll reload yeah. at each other through walls multiple yeah. times or, you know, like some other shit. Um, but then, you know, again, it's why I made that like little infographic, the fucking circle where it's like, yeah, but I don't care about the cheaters. I just want to learn from it. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, if you, but if you make it so that you can see the replay, then people are going to pull them up and then their friends are going to be able to call out where they got killed from. And it's like, oh, well, make sure that it's only available after raid. And then it's like, oh my God, it's the same shit over and over and over again. Yeah. But man, if you just can have a camera and change the depth of field and even like, there's no way it's going to happen. Yeah. But like the ability to like keyframe the camera over oh, time yeah. and to be able to fast scrub through and it, i mean that would be fucking amazing like basically amazing. like what i did for track mania yeah because the be track insane. mania content i made is the coolest sickest most fucking like yeah. cinematic shit to imagine being able to like zoom in on somebody like running and then they stop and go to aim and it's like zooms in pans in really close oh depth yeah of field, and then goes from one x to two x and you see <laughs> the bullet come out of the chamber <laughs> with the yep. it would be so rad right but instead it's probably going to be some jank ass like call of duty overwatch yeah not even as good as that you know yeah. but i mean i hope i'm wrong well and they said he said they're also still planning on uh free cam and offline so like that would be sick to be able to get 12 buddies into a streets raid and like do some of that stuff like in a in, like separate Casting from the yeah separate a, from yeah. the replay system being able to just like you know, set up fights and free cam for stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. The, the Q and a, um, and then, uh, Oh, he talked about vaulting is coming soon. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, we'll see vaulting soon. TM. Would they, see, the thing is, is, is it vaulting, vaulting or is it going to be like mantling four different surfaces or is yeah, it going to be, I, we'll have vaulting before we'll have stepping over branches. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would take that first personally, just like, let me step over small objects before, you know what I mean? Like I would take that any day over being able to like mantle up onto like a jump over a fence. Let me just like, like there's the little, the little literal like garden, six inch tall garden stakes on streets that like oh and you can't you have to jump you have to do a full jumps worth of stamina to get over this six inch thing you know what i mean it's like jesus let me just like step over it dude I, and I've, I've been i've said straight up a number of times there's no chance we have vaulting in this game i hope i'm wrong yeah i hope i've been wrong about that but just given basically i've i said like vaulting where we are in like the development process vaulting is like one of the hardest things that they could yeah. ever add yeah because given of the complexity the of their maps and this complexity of the maps and the different surfaces and nothing is consistent 
you, I mean, you're going to end up vaulting into the void. You're going to be outside of the map and you're going to start getting killed by people who have clipped out of the map because of such and such a thing, because they're going to have to then test and debug 800 billion things that you could possibly climb up. Like there's just so many You'd potential issues. You run up issues. to a wall for cover and just like vault over it and then get shot by the guy on the other side. Oh my God, dude. I can't even get stuck into like a seven minute animation. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. It's like you pull out your grappling hook and you're like, <laughs> it just, it just pulls up a like, uh, vaulting.mp4 your screen <laughs> fades to black you see a video all of a sudden it comes up and it's basically you exfilled from one oh. side of the fence and then infilled <laughs> on the other that's open world baby hell yeah yeah well, i mean we'll see um yeah but that's pretty much it that's the that's the tarkov stuff at least um We'll see what happens. Uh, another thing is, so throughout the AMA, multiple times he referenced a big technical patch coming in April. April, hopefully sooner. So probably like July. Um, but uh, so that's something to potentially be on the lookout for in the next six to eight weeks is like, which they normally do oh, some sort of like kind of big point patch two to three months after a wipe. Um Oh, also the other big takeaway, all this is big. The other big takeaway from the AMA is that they basically confirmed that they're like pausing all big features that aren't necessary for 1.0. Like he said that he was like, there won't be any more big features coming until the release of the game that they're like, which obviously big features is vague, right? Like we might need a map. Isn't that like the, isn't that like the armor plating? Yeah, I think stuff like that. But big features is just vague, right? Because like we might need a streets expansion for there to be a location for one of the storyline quests that is required for the game to go 1.0. So like I think big features is a vague thing, but I think what they language barrier, Reddit AMA, who knows? But I think what they were trying to communicate was that they are trimming the fat. They're trying to optimize and they're just trying to get to 1.0 with what's necessary and get that working well. We'll see. Dude, I mean, like, here's the thing. Would you have Tarkov 1.0 that didn't have open world, didn't have, like, customizable rigs, it didn't have any new maps or any new guns, but the net code was, like, 75% better? Yes. And the sound was working? Yes. I would. I, there was a point in time where I, I would think have, I'd probably agree. Yeah, there was a point in time where where uh, bright eyed, bushy tailed Jesse would have told you no. You know what I mean? And I still there's still a part of me that wants like open world more than anything. Um, but wh where I'm at right now, I would absolutely take 1.0. No new maps, no new guns, no new mechanics. What we have with the storyline quests and maybe streets expanded with good netcode and good audio, I would take that. The no, game see, is see, the game is so close to being just the best game ever. But the question is, though. But even like, let's say they did that, right? Why? Without wipe, without wipes. Maybe maybe they're gonna do wipes, right? Yeah. But like, without wipes, why play nine months after you have Kappa? Like, oh yeah, it'll, be, it'll be a new game time for sure, for sure. That's, I mean, that's that's kind of a separate conversation, though, because we still don't yeah. know what they're, we still don't know. This is going down the, the rabbit hole of, like, we don't know what their original plan was. We don't know what their current plan is. We don't know if those things have changed. So to 
speak on that, I don't know. They could have a plan, a rock-solid plan, just like the storyline quest. The storyline quest is a good example. They know that what they want. They know how they're going to be in the game. They're not implemented yet, but they don't want to tell us. They could know exactly how they want to execute a 1.0, where like they had said in the way back in the day, we're like, there's going to be seasons and characters that don't wipe and characters that do. Maybe they're just like, you know what? We're going to keep wipes up forever. Some games do that. But not knowing, I, I don't... I just, I don't know. You're absolutely right. Right now with what we have, one year after, you know what I mean? A year into a wipe where there were no wipes in the future. Yeah, of course, nobody would, you know what I mean? It would just, it would change things. So it just, we just don't know what their plans are or how they're planning on changing it. Um, now, now, what if there was wipes? Even that, I don't know. Like the reason, part of the reason why like I keep playing and keep coming back, even with the wipes is the tiny bit of new content that yeah. lasts me like a month, right? Yeah. And then it's like the excitement for what it might be in the future, right? So, for like, sure, for sure. If it, I, if if they went to six month wipes and released the game as it was today, and they fixed all the bugs, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I don't know that that this cycle would be enough to keep. I just can't even think of conceptually like what could. I get that. Even with a full storyline quest thing, like there's no way that that, even if it was Lightkeeper times two, yeah. I don't know. I just wonder like what would be the I, thing. I that agree. Would... I don't know. I mean, it could be they they could just do seasons instead of like DLCs where it's just seasons, six month seasons where they change variables or make adjustments to maps or make adjustments to traders or whatever like that. That would work for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely agree with what you're saying, though, that so much of the excitement around wipes is the progression towards what the game, you know what I mean, is wants to be and and the new features and new things. So. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know what that answer is, but I also feel like we're so far away from 1.0 that. It's just meaningless, like because because I think that some of the things that happen between now and 1.0 will inform how we think about 1.0, and then also all of the secrets that they're keeping around 1.0 are going to inform inform what we think about 1.0. That in no way means I'm like they have a plan, Veritas. It'll be great. I definitely concede that there's a future where they're like, here it is. It's the game. It's 1.0. We've stopped wiping, and I stopped playing nine months into that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's not a reality, but I'm just yeah. saying like there's so many things that could happen between now and then or so many plans they could have yet to be executed on that you said if they're if they're halting feature dev though like if then like that to me makes me think 1.0 is closer than we thought otherwise we're gonna have no new features in what maybe some content yeah that's why i think it was either it's either short or it's a long time without new features which is like that's why i think what he said was confusing because i think what he meant was they're like there will be new big features they will just be the features that are required to get us to the 1.0 they want and they're and and they're cutting and along the way you know this better than i do along the way they've been like we want to do this this would be cool we want to do like like custom armor hitboxes that has no bearing on the story that has no bearing on open world has no bearing on anything it's probably not going to change the ttk exactly but it's cool and in a world where we could snap our fingers and have it i think we would all have it so i think that's the thing i think they're going back and being like this isn't necessary this won't change anything and they're just streamlining like let's get to 1.0 so that's why i think it was confusing i do think that there will be new features between now and 1.0 they will just be only the required features 
Yeah. But I don't know. Oh, well. oh yeah, he also mentioned something about doing a roadmap sometime soon. Which I mean, I suppose like the closer you get, the more Yeah, the easier that becomes. Because there's just less things less unknown unknowns yeah. especially if obstacles. they just went through an internal thing where they were trimming features like if they just had this conversation not too long ago where they were like for the love of god we got to get this to 1.0 what's not necessary what is necessary and now they have that plan they might be like okay maybe we can start kind of creating some sort of roadmap you know i would imagine like honestly though i would imagine that nikita at this point's probably like, I, I don't want this to come off like I'm accusing him of wanting to just, like, fucking dump the game and run. But it's been, oh, like, yeah. a decade, dude. It's been, like, a quarter of this guy's life he's been working on this game. He made a bunch of money. Like, he probably just want Like, if I was him, I would want to move the fuck on. Yeah, and this was supposed to be the intro game to Russia 2028. Yeah, you know what dude, I mean? like, so... Yeah, you know how 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 many jobs I've been at that after three years I'm like I need a new job I just because I need to move on I can't imagine yeah. seven to ten years of the same shit not to mention the fact that like look how much the man's aged you know like yeah. from fucking I mean I'm the same way look at me uh, from dealing with this shit and I'm sure yeah. he's you know yeah I mean so I'm I I agree though I agree with what you're saying and I think that that's that wouldn't be a wrong sentiment for him to have exactly so like I I'm very curious I'm curious to. I'm curious to see like where they are and what those features are and what they're planning on doing, but hopefully they optimize, they get to the, and honestly, in a perfect world, in my opinion, they get to 1.0 and it's good. And then, and then they keep adding those other features and they keep adding to the game. It's just, we need to get that vertical slice. We need to get everything in the game working. And then if yeah. you want to add, you know what I mean? Like that, that would have ideally been what happened from the beginning was, you know, but I digress. Uh, so, yeah. So that's the Tarkov stuff, dude. We'll see. I think over the next, I think, you know, things might slow down for a little bit. I think in the next six to eight weeks, maybe we'll hear about um, this patch that's coming up. I think that'll be after everything that's happened, after how, how catastrophically this wipe started, and then already all the drama and everything with your video and all the like the huge like we've had that we've had the most polarizing moments this wipe God, ever. Dude. There was more hype going into this wipe than any other wipe. There were lower lows at the beginning. There were higher highs than there have ever been after your video. There were even lower. We broke our own new record for low lows recently with the cheating thing. So with all of that in mind, I'm very interested to see what the next kind of like patch would be. Uh, in April or so, if they do a podcast about it, what that's like. So, I don't know. Yeah, so interesting stuff. But that's that's the Tarkov stuff. Have you heard at all? Have you been seeing anybody play the game, The Finals? No, I've heard people talk about it. Wait, is that the one where it's like money? Yeah. The money-related, almost like BR kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it, it gives me vibes of a lot of the BRs that kind of came out. Um, there was like that one, the culling, and then there was also another mm. one that was kind of like '80s sort of themed. I remember watching the doc. <laughs> oh play yeah, it. yeah. Um, I I don't know. Like to me, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's interesting. The, the BR genre is kind of I, I've lost interest in it, especially another one where it's like you don't even have to be the last to survive. Also, kind of like 
I feel like takes away some of it, but maybe maybe it's the opposite. I don't know. Yeah, it's not know. really a BR. It's more of a like it's it basically what it is is like every round you queue into is a bracketed competition. So like when you queue oh, okay. into a new round, it's it's a uh, I forget how many teams, but it's teams of three. I'm gonna make this up because I don't know. Eight teams of three. If you lose. You just go out and you queue in with your buddies into another one. Very casual. If you win, you go to the next level where now it's six teams of three. And then if you win that, you go to the next level. And if you win that, it's it's like you against one other team or something. And and you go to the finals and you like win. So it's like huh. kind of BR in the sense of you want to keep progressing and, and like beat the other teams. But it's not BR. Uh, like there are respawns. Like when you die, you can respawn. But like, only with teammates. Right? Yeah. Like your teammates have to res you, yeah, right? Your te the... Well, you have like a certain number of respawn tokens where you can respawn after a certain amount of time if your teammates don't res you or your teammates can res you. So it, it's unique for gotcha. sure. I haven't played it. It's it, I've watched it. Uh, it's it's unique. Oh, is it out? I didn't think the it was beta, out yet. The beta is out. Yeah. So they did an alpha okay. test a while ago and then the beta test is going on right now. Um, so it's interesting... What's interesting about it is it's a lot of the uh, devs from DICE, the old Battlefield games, the good Battlefield games, uh, oh, started this company. Okay. So, Veritas, when I say that this game is what every game up until this point has wanted to be with destructibility, the only games that can compete with this are like the voxel art games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I saw some of the, like, I saw I watched, Jack Frags. Yes, I watched video. Jack Frags' video where he was, like, systematically taking down buildings, and the whole thing came down. Like, the heavy guy has, like, a supercharged shoulder dash he can do every once in a while that you can, like, break through walls. RPGs, C4s. Uh, the, dude, the, the destructibility is insane. And, and really cool how the map evolves over time as it gets more destroyed in like really insane plays where like, because you have to like wait at the golden thing for the money box to come out and then go take it over here where like teams are waiting and then people just blow up the floor and all the physics work where the money box comes down and now it's on your level and you can steal it. Um, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy at insane, cool triple a graphics. Um, a big, uh, concern a lot of people have had is like the time to kill is too long. Like it's kind of like I've crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. So like hopefully they balance that a little bit, but it definitely seems interesting. Um, once again, Listen, it's not outer, like I spend a while. I was just no, gonna go say ahead. it's not like I spend a lot of time playing other games anyway, but it just looks kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, I was gonna say um, Outer Wilds beat them to the real time destructibility of maps there's there's a planet really called brittle hollow with a it's literally like an encased like an encasing around a black hole and like chunks are just falling into the black hole like that's insane that's that's, that's real time destructibility baby <laughs> that's freaking nuts but yeah so uh like that's like it in tarkov land yeah man. It's been, that's all the that's all the gaming stuff it's been one hell of a show these past few weeks, huh? Yeah, dude. Yo, I've been on a something we, we haven't talked about in a while. That we we talked a bunch about back in the day. I've been on a binge, and I've kind of been out of of content to watch. But I went on a binge where, um, I was watching a ton of like woodworking. Oh, nice. Um, woodworking stuff. Uh, like a lot of those slab tables 
or like the river epoxy tables basically uh yeah, like yeah. blacktail woodworking four eyes furniture i think like those channels on youtube they make some really cool just like chill vibey making these gorgeous woodworking stuff and, and I, I like uh i really like the vibe of those two channels that's cool um, and then i you know got into watching all the fucking blacksmithing fucking damascus you know knife making stuff which i love and then of course you end up with in like forged in fire like that kind yeah of yeah show uh and then somehow i ended up lately down a rabbit hole where i've been watching either the like old timey hard candy making <laughs> you know i know like exactly the what you're talking about yep i think there was like a video that went viral you know at one point that then it ended up in everybody's algorithm where it was like um was it like lofty pursuits i think yeah. i don't know if it was like vice or someone did a video <laughs> where it was like the owner of this thing talking about you know making like the hard candy and and it's just so satisfying watching them like just pour out like sugar on a table and then have it dry and oh god i've been watching a bunch of that and then somehow i ended up down a rabbit hole of um like horseshoe <laughs> like like hoof maintenance bullshit where it's like you have like a horse with its like hoof cracked in half or something and then they have to like it's so i don't know why it's like oddly satisfying seeing them like take a knife scrape it away and like scrape away and i've never i know nothing about horses like none of that stuff and you just feel like oh like it has to be and you just see the horses are just chilling yep you know while they're sitting there like burning on the fucking yep. horseshoes and that's just like a, a world i'd never fucking yeah yep. is it farrier when I, I i keep reading i i i've never heard anybody pronounce the word i just keep seeing it in the titles is it farrier or, or there's a world in which it's like Ferrier, you know, like, yeah, is, yeah. It, is it French? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ferrara, you know, Ferrera, Ferrera, Rishala chocolate. Rishala you know, was word. my favorite. Yeah. The the Ferrier Rishala chocolates is my mm -hmm. favorite. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, that's dude, yeah. I've been down funny. a rabbit hole, but I'm out. I'm out of content. The only thing now that I've been watching lately is uh, when, whenever me and my wife need something to watch, because we've gone through cops seventeen times, is we watch Penn and Teller's Fool Us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just always a classic because Penn and Teller are fucking legends, dude. dude. I love everything about those guys. I have fallen down a YouTube rabbit hole as well. I am watch. I have been watching so many Rust, the video game Rust. I played Rust one time in my life. Rust videos. Really? Yes, I can't stand that watching that game. Dude. Is it good? It's it's just it's because it's the same reason why I fell down JLK's rabbit JLK, hole. JLK, I was gonna say, it's, is it is it one creator that's good? There's like seven in Rust. Oh, okay. There's like seven JLK quality guys where it's just like, and and the reason why I've been watching it is because like I love the concept of emergent gameplay. I love the concept that the game goes here are the tools and you can be having fun playing this game for 10, 20,000 hours. If you want, you can play as a casual and enjoy it. You can play as a hardcore and enjoy it. And I just, and I Good want that playing. so badly for Tarkov. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, they're just like, you know, I, you know, as like, so yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not, that's why I've been watching rust is because I know I'll never get it in Tarkov, but like, there's just so many creators that are just like these hour long videos where it's like, they set out to do this goal. Like, I'm going to build this way. So in Rust, it's interesting. There's like, 
uh, there's obviously heavy like mod support and stuff like that. And like you can create your own servers with your own rules and with different populations or whatever. And sometimes those servers wipe. But then there's also something called force wipe where all of the servers in Rust wipe on this day. All of them. It's just like this is force wipe. It's like the wipe day in Tarkov. And so like a lot of times people will just be like, okay, it's force wipe. I want to do this. I want to build like a super efficient base as a solo that can defend against these squads or this or mine this resource or whatever. And it's just like, it's so cool to be able to see the stated goal, the big stated goal where everything you watch them do, you're, they're moving towards that goal. But then within that, you get the little mini dopamine hits where like in a game like that, because what you've said before, what you would love in Tarkov, where the ability to die and then get back into that server, because of that, you get these, like, death isn't as big of a deal. You know what I mean? Because when you die, it's yeah. like you die. But, like, the little mini... Where do you respawn in Rust? Uh, so, like anywhere you have a bed? sleeping bag. So, you can craft them and place them anywhere. Or if you have, like, a main base, you put it in there. But so, if they're raiding you and you're defending it, you'll spawn, like, not in, far from where you died? Inside, yeah. Inside your base sometimes, yeah. But so like solo, you can fend off a team technically. You could, yes, dying. if you know how, huh. if you if you're good at the game. And so like, and so just that ability to get a, an overarching storyline, and what keeps you going is these mini storylines. It's of like, oh, I'm trying to go do this thing, and I need this component, and it's really rare, and I grind and I farm for it, and then I found it, and I died on the way back. But those guys suck. I know I can get them if I spawn by this sleeping bag. I know I have this loot stashed here. You can create loot stashes and bury loot. And be like, I can get this bow. I like these guys suck. I can get it. And then boom, you win. And so you get the big story and these yeah, little yeah. stories continuously. And it's just like, dude, you have to send me like so the best video. Sick. This is so sick. Yeah, I gotta find a really good one to send it to you. But it's just like, and then the, the, these guys, they edit them really well. It's always like super chill music and like, but in the intense moments, and it's it's just good, man. It's just like entertaining. And so like, I will really have a huge desire to play Rust at all. I've only played it once in my life. But the videos are just like entertaining and make me wish that Tarkov had that <laughs> emerging Dude, gameplay. I, I miss like classic Rust, OG Rust. I don't even know what you call it. I I played Rust way back yeah. in the beginning. Totally different vibe. When it totally was like a survival different. game, like a proper like they it was it was a different. I mean, it's still a survival game, but it was like yeah, it was a different. A completely different game back in the day. Did you ever play it back when, like, I, I remember I fought, like, one player ever, and most of the things I killed were, like, there was, like, a bear, like, a red bear. Yeah, or, I mean, like, there's a, bears in Like, Rust. an infected, I, I don't even know how to... Yeah, wolves too, wolves. I just remember, yeah. like, I remember there was one area that was, like, this irradiated thing, and I remember going in there and, like, God, those are the days. Yeah, Legacy Rust is what it's called, way back in the day, and I I can barely even, like, picture. Yeah. It, it's feel. I feel like it's been so long. It was back when I, like, first started to get into PC gaming. I yeah, think. I mean, yeah, Rust has been around for a while, dude. 2013, 2014, holy fuck, it's been almost a decade. Yeah, Rust has been around for a long time, so... But that's been my, like, that's been my YouTube just for entertainment. You know what I mean? Like, that's been the rabbit hole I've been going down. It's just watching Rust videos. I did the Dude. same thing with DayZ, where I started with JLK, and then I started watching everybody's, and I, like, went down that rabbit hole and watched 
hours and hours and hours of Daisy story driven content. And I'm just, I just mm-hmm. fell down the same one in Rust. Dude, I, I hope they change this at some point soon. I hope enough people are annoyed as much as I am. I fucking hate that there's YouTube shorts in my subscriptions feed. I don't oh. want to watch. If I'm looking at my sub feed and it's all fucking shorts, I don't want to watch them. Like it's it's why I'm scared to post shorts because I I get so annoyed by shorts in my sub feed. Yeah. Like there should be a shorts sub feed. Yeah. Like like I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two. There's twenty-four videos right now on the main top thing. And a, a third to half of them are shorts. Yeah. And it's like they're channels I want to watch. I just don't want the shorts. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to have to scroll down two pages to see that like Veritasium posted the first video he posted in three months, right? Because like yeah. Hikaru, who I watched for chess stuff, puts out 19 fucking shorts in a day. I've literally never a single time until just now clicked on the subscription feed. That's the first time I ever did in my entire life. Oh, see, like I, my book, all my I bookmarks should. for YouTube, it, it takes me to my subscription feed. I should. Although now, these days, I flip-flopped, and I've gone to now I just click on home. Yeah. And I just go to see what you recommended me because... That's what I, I do, yeah. My sub feed has just become a fucking wasteland, dude. There's, like, almost nothing. I find stuff that I want to watch that I'm of my subscriptions in my home feed before I do in my yeah. sub feed. Yeah, it should, they like, should oh, this absolutely... this person put a video out yesterday? I, I never saw it. They should absolutely separate that, and you should have a sub feed for shorts and a sub feed for main. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a setting. I don't think there is. Manage. Maybe there is now. Nope. It just takes you to your entire sub feed and I'm sub to 800 billion fucking yeah. bajillion people. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's the, that's the stuff. That's, Hostess. that's the good stuff. Hostess. Yeah. I was like, I literally said that's the stuff. And I was like, isn't that like a, that's the stuff. Um, that's the Tarkov shenanigans. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, thanks for your st- <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for uh, being a part of the podcast, fam. Uh, as per usual, this will go live. I, sh- I sent the other one out early last week because of the technical difficulties. I'm actually going out of town tomorrow, and I won't be back until Sunday. So, this will not be going live early. This one will come on Monday like normal. Um, but thank you guys for hanging and we will definitely see y'all on the next one.